0: This episode of the Points of Interest Podcast is brought to you in part by G Fuel. If you're looking for an alternative to those sugary-filled energy drinks, why not try the official energy drink of eSports? Get 30% off before January 27th when you use code ENTERPRISE at checkout. I've been considering buying for myself for probably about for a while a month or, or more since I got this new mic, the uh, Road Procaster.
1: Who did you
2: say that was that got you there? or that uh, helped L- you get? Oh, that? Lazy Donuts. Lazy Donuts. You have now been immortalized on the podcast on Spotify
3: forever.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah, dude. What a generous gift. You you'll have to tell me because uh, we're we're almost ready here. Tell me about Enderclaws and the tree.
0: Oh, oh yeah. I, I mean, that, that's like.
3: Oh yeah, there it is. Who
0: know? I mean, who even knows like who Enderclaws is or or does? <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to like really explain everything. Who knows? Uh, I, I,
3: it's a mystery. You you don't know. He may come yeah, down to fruition. Yeah, we don't me. know. He may not. You don't maybe know. Maybe
0: on maybe on Christmas Eve, some more of these details will like come to fruition. Ooh, you know,
3: it's the the mystery of Enderclaws. <laughs> I like it. I gotta tell you, so this is
2: actually. My uncle uh, actually was a professional Santa Claus. Boom. Oh wow! For, for quite a few years, he would go to California, and he would get paid like twenty-five thousand dollars for the Christmas season to be a professional what? Santa Claus. He's, he was, he's a he's a short guy. He has like a like a bright red like he looks like you'd expect a real Santa Claus to look like. Mm-hmm. And he had like a the real long beard and everything like that. And
3: uh, yeah, yeah, he got he got paid to be a professional Santa Claus for a few years.
1: Wow. Wow. So,
0: wow.
3: so, so I yep. actually watched a documentary about a week ago um, where you have to go to Santa school. Uh, and it's sponsored by Macy's and you, you pay a fee. And you learn how to be a Santa. And I don't know. I, I just didn't know that was a thing. Santa oh, school.
0: yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised it is. But yeah. Interesting.
3: All right, let's switch us over. Here we go. Hello. Does It work. Hopefully I didn't break anything this time. Hey, hey, there it is. it is working confirmed confirmed functional excellent welcome guys to the points of interest podcast live like i said this will be up over on podcast um apple play or whatever it's called and all the other major ones it's going to be really laid back sharing our opinions we have something of uh you know as as always an itinerary that we're going to be going over and we're going to be joined of course by enterprise which is our second guest we've had on the podcast so hey hey, i'm here hey welcome everybody he says zero, you sexy beast. Hey. Welcome, guys. I Give all my right. parents all the credit for that. There, how generous of you. I don't think I've heard any anyone speak that way. Okay, so a little bit about you, Ender. Uh, just to jump right in, what started you in streaming? Why did you choose the name Enterprise and your favorite game of all time?
0: Okay. Okay. Let's, let's go. Let's go through step by step. That first question was, how did I get to streaming?
3: Correct. Yes. Yes. Got
0: it. Easy. So. After my, I've been in lots and lots of bands, basically, my entire adolescent to adult life was just playing in bands, specifically playing drums and punk rock and ska bands. And as I approached my mid-30s, I realized I've already done almost everything I want to do in the band world, like played almost all the venues, achieved almost all of those things you set aside when you're a kid that you're like... Like, I want to do that. I want to, you know, sure. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like I did most of them. And then I joined a cover and wedding band. And when I stopped playing in that band, I had a choice join a new band or do something different. And mm. I was like, you know what? This is my chance to try something different for the first time in like literally 20 years of my life. Okay. So instead of doing a band again, I was like, you know what? Let's make my own show. Where I can play music and video games because those have always been two huge passions of me. Like my arm is full of classic video games. My father was an arcade distributor in the 80s. Oh, wow. So I grew up going to arcades. My earliest memories are like holding a bucket of quarters, testing slots, and hitting buttons and joysticks. And, and then being like, Dad, Dad, the Street Fighter 2 player 1 is broken. He's Got like, it. I'll fix it. And I'm like, can I, can I play? He's like, yeah. And I just play games while they fix everything. So okay, that was my childhood. And I started getting into streaming and trying to decide what my show would be. And it's just kind of been a snowball over the past roughly two, a little over two years, two years now, a little over that.
3: What game did you start out uh, playing when you were streaming? Because I know a, a lot of people, they don't go into the game of streaming with one singular game in mind. I mean, it's pretty rare. They usually dabble about a bit.
0: Yeah, like in the beginning, I was playing larger, more popular titles, like Apex Legends, um, Mm -hmm. and then playing indie games late at night, like ones that I like, and, you know, not really making that many followers. Uh, And then I was like, you know what? Why don't I start playing Elite Dangerous? Because that was a game I actually loved and played off stream all the time but i didn't think it was viable to play on stream
1: mm-hmm.
0: i've been playing elite since 2015 actually zero and i were in the same org yeah. same I elite, say that. Uh, we were in the same elite dangerous org years ago mm-hmm. in like 2016 17 together uh which is pretty wild yeah it is so I played that game and when i was looking for something new as my interest in that game was dwindling that's when i kind of got into this game and uh, Sonoda, you actually played a pretty big part in how I got into this game.
3: Okay. I because, remember. Because,
0: yeah, yeah. I was looking at Twitch at the game, right? Because clearly you couldn't play Elite Dangerous and not know about this game, right? I made that choice in 2015. I was like, do I want to play the game that is going to be the thing one day or play the game that is the thing now? And, and that's kind of why I went with Elite in 2015. Fast forward a few years. I was watching the streamers play this game, and I saw I saw you. Sonoda, you were in jail. You were mining rocks. And it wasn't like, really?
3: right?
0: Yep, you were <laughs> mining rocks right? in jail.
3: <laughs> oh, boy. This must... And
0: I was like, oh, this game has a jail. I was just kind of watching, and I was like, what the hell do you do in the jail? Okay, you shoot the rocks. Oh, okay. And then in the chat, I was just like, hey, uh, you know, I'm a streamer. I play Elite Dangerous. I'm thinking about playing this game. If you were going to give me a pitch as to why I should try this game, what would you say? And you like read the, you like stopped your mining and you read the whole thing in chat. And then you like went, you transitioned to like the chatting screen and you like had a little moment where you were like, here's the things in this game that are different. And here's why I like playing it. And it was basically like a pitch about community aspects, like multi crew ships. And the dream of what the game is going to be and whatnot.
3: I'm such a and dick. I was like,
0: <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, that's a good pitch. Thanks, dude." And then I started playing it in September of last year.
3: Yeah, because I was going to say I've known you for about a year and a half uh, now, almost as long as Zero. And uh, I was trying to think of—I I always categorize the events around the time when I meet people because it's easy to remember. You know when you know IE happens or when Invictus happens or something like that, and I it had to have been right when prison gameplay dropped because that was when i was a naughty naughty damn dirty criminal back in the day <laughs> before i made my transition and i think that might even been before zero and i started we partnered up we i think we knew yeah. each other but we hadn't partnered up at that point it was right and, at the end of the sin at night days i think oh don't no we won't bring that up that's what <laughs> the cha- that's when the channel was very much known as sin at night but we're Uh-oh. gonna we're gonna leave that one alone because we're the same only, org, right? OnlyFans.com forward slash sin at night. You can still find them there. I actually got in trouble for the OnlyFans and I had to delete it. That's <laughs> you it. know TV Liquid has an OnlyFans. Yeah, I had to delete I actually got in trouble. So I had to.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah that's TV Liquid's
2: story. OnlyFans, when you go there, it just says, I'm here. Why are you?
3: It's one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best troll. Okay, so we know what the name was. Yeah, you and is. Where'd the
0: name come from? Yes. I'm the on name. it so uh the name <laughs> the name mm-hmm. uh the name is amalgamation of two of my favorite science fiction worlds uh the ender's game novel series one of my favorite book series and of course trek so my love of oh. trek and ender's game mm. ender prize was I like the commander name that was born for uh, my elite dangerous commander nice. now what about
2: the underscore that's the important part.
0: <laughs> that, He's analog. Yeah, yeah, He's analog, yeah, the, eh? the underscore is because there's someone else out there on Twitch who has the name Enterprise who hasn't streamed or done anything in like seven years. Yep. And I've tried <sighs> to get it, and actually it's a really funny story. Frontier Developments raided me with like a little over a thousand people one day, and they typed it manually.
2: Oh, and no.
1: And they went
0: to that dude's channel who was not streaming Instead of my channel that was streaming, oh,
2: that's the worst.
0: (laughs) And like chat was trink like just like showing up, telling me all this, and I was like, okay, we got to do a promotion, we got or we got to do a campaign, and then that's when the Ender Blink uh, chat emote was born.
2: I actually, I just went to uh, Ender. Now, don't do this if you're out there. Don't do this.
1: (laughs) But I just went to
2: the Enterprise because it. If the, if the channel gains followers, that counts as, like, activity, yeah, right? exactly. So, That's what
1: happened
0: that day. Yep. He got, like, 100 followers.
2: Yep, it's 145. So don't oh, do man. this. <laughs> don't go there and don't follow the channel or anything like that because you'll give it activity. So uh, I actually had the same issue. So I was zero state live for several years because somebody had zero state. Yeah. Well, eventually I talked to Twitch, and they were like, yeah, we can't give it to you. So I waited, like, another nine months or years or something like that. And The next time I asked, apparently enough time had passed where they were like yep it's okay go ahead you know um
0: i'm waiting just, for my uh... moment to do the same thing with twitch
2: yep.
3: same i'm literally
0: <laughs> yeah waiting for that. Okay, was there a
3: third question? <laughs> that that was it. I just wanted to get a backstory Ooh. for those of you who just weren't, they've been living under a rock. They're just not aware of Enterprise and all of his glory. Someone that I've been uh, watching ever since he came to the stream that fateful day. Um, so if you guys want to check him out and you're not coming from the raid, obviously, click on that link, head over, click the follow button when he is live. That helps doubly more than when he's offline. But either or, you know, you'll catch him I'm when offline, live. you can
0: just watch me on YouTube or TikTok
3: exactly which we'll have links for uh momentarily here plug <laughs> away man plug away okay guys so we do like i said we do have an itinerary uh there's a little bit about ender the man the myth and what we got going we're gonna be check taking a look at the 316 ptu having some speculations looking beyond of course we're gonna talk about the cutlass poo or the cutlass steel i'm sorry uh <laughs> i don't know why i said that i <laughs> I don't know why. (laughs) Luminalia celebrations, uh, and of course, come on now, it's the holidays are here. We're gonna check out uh, the ships and the merch that's on sale and make fun of all of it. And of course, we're gonna have uh, some closing chat, you know, some thoughts. You guys know we get derailed pretty often, uh, but it's always a good conversation. We have some specs on the Cutlass Steel. I have a slew of pages open, um, so we're gonna be taking a look at it. Uh, Of course, the cost and uh, comparative to the Corsair. Um, we'll talk about JumpTown, obviously. Uh, I think that's going to be included in some of our 316 talks here, and I do have a couple uh, other things. I just, I just got your link there, Ender. Thank you, buddy. And um, let's let's jump right over in. So I think our first discussion that we're going to pull up here and we're going to switch out is we're going to talk about let's see 316 pt and beyond so i'm going to get a link up for you guys for the actual patch notes we're going to kind of skim through them if that's okay with you zero yeah i like it <laughs> I- i'm ready this is literally okay. what i
0: did during the beginning of my stream today so i'm ripe and like primed for it
3: okay excellent so apologies if this is a lot of repeat guys i know you're coming uh from ender's uh stream but we're going to break this down Maybe uh, explain a couple things. Maybe speculate on uh, why they chose to do this or that. Welcome everybody. Come on in. The, s- the steel is a school bus. Said Salad Days. What a unique <laughs> we'll name. We'll get there.
0: What a unique name. Good okay. name. It's a, it's a great name.
3: The Cutlass School Bus. Yeah. Do you want to take uh, the known issues zero, and I'll and I'll cover features. Yeah, Doesn't I actually have to... have to find the patch notes again. Oh, I'll, I'll post them up if you want, and I'll cover the first part. That makes it easier. Do it. So, so here we have uh, patch, uh, Alpha Patch 316 has been released and is now available. Uh, the patch should now show version 316, blah, blah. Uh, it's strongly recommended that players delete the entire game because the Cutlass Steel came out. If you scroll down to known issues, <laughs> you'll you'll find it says it is possible that some servers may stop updating. Spawn closets do not recognize unconscious AI, uh, which I think is a few things that we've all run into if you play the game um, regularly laser repeaters can and feel free Ender to zero to, to interrupt me because I'll mm-hmm. just ramble on laser repeaters can directly damage ships through shields ships sometimes won't appear in the Vma app unless the player spawns the ship first then spawns a different ship uh after only then will the ship appear in Vma that one I've yeah that a one bit. hit
0: me hit me in the fields
3: yeah that that one's uh uh, a rough one. I, I love that chat's all about the cutty right now. We're gonna have fun with that one. <laughs> anything. So anything that that that
2: hurts the new player experience is something that I really dislike. Agree. Oh, so, and like, Good imagine being. Percent. So like in 315, I raged about this, but imagine being a new player, and for the for the first part of 315, you couldn't you couldn't repair at a bunch of places, right? Imagine mm-hmm. being a new player. You get in. You you're watching some guide uh, of like how to do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you land at a place, you're like, I'm out of fuel. Uh, you go in your Mobi Glass and you choose, you know, repair, refuel, et cetera, and just nothing happens. And you go, I did everything right, but it didn't, you know, didn't happen. So what did, what did I do wrong? You know, that's mm-hmm. the first place that a new player's mind is going to go. Yeah. And it's the same thing with, with things like the, the VMA app issues with the ships. It's like, if, if the game isn't working in a, in a way that a new player could at least get some kind of information... That oh, this might be a bug or whatever. Uh, it's just really frustrating for me
0: so. i I agree a hundred percent dude. it's yeah. like especially right now before a holiday break where people have more time to game and also people are gonna be spending more time with you know family, friends, relatives, whatever. I feel like the time for sharing things with others is higher right now. Mm-hmm. so there's a bigger chance. That so and so in the family or whatever, they're like, oh, well, like Jerry, Jerry's a big gamer. And they'd be like, hey, Jerry, what game are you playing these days? He's like, oh, I'm playing Star Citizen. Why don't you try the game with me, John? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. Bringing Sp- a new player in right now is going to be awkward. I mean, it's always awkward, but any, it's like there are some aspects to this new patch that seem like good for the existing player because the feature is in it. Mm-hmm. But it's added some other awkward elements, like that disappearing ship. Oh yeah, have we gotten to have we gotten to the disappearing head? We get to that yet? <laughs> oh man, We're, we'll get there. We'll oh get there. okay, okay. Yeah. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Yeah. No,
3: you're you're just fine. No, I couldn't agree with you guys more. It's anything that's gonna hurt the new player experience, especially with Star Citizen. It's already kind of a convoluted game, and you're being bombarded with so much. In such a short amount of time, you know, how to get your ship, how to equip stuff, things change pretty frequently, you know, for the because of the nature of what Star Citizen is. So, and this one being such a, a pivotal known issue, hopefully they can be rectified um, soon. Yeah, Moving. and I, I think the, the
2: biggest thing that I come away with is CIG has been doing more and more free fly events in the last like two years. Um, so they're really like, they're really trying to appeal to new gamers that want to try the game and get in, you know? Yeah. Um, So along with that, you gotta, you gotta polish stuff to where a new player is going to get retained, you know? I want a new player to become a long-term
0: player. Retention is a big problem in Mm -hmm. this game in general. Like how many people out there want to like submit themselves to like what the game gives us in your limited gaming time? I get Mm -hmm. it.
2: Anytime somebody asks me, should I get star? Should I get into Star Citizen? I I, I get tired hearing that. Not because I don't. I, I love answering that question, but anytime that somebody does ask me that question, I get mentally tired immediately because I yeah. know that I'm about to give them a paragraph. Yeah. I can't just say yes or no. You know? yeah, exactly. I, have to, I have to be like, set your expectations. There are lots of bugs. Have you played games like Tarkov or Rust or Ark or what? You know. And it's like you have yeah. to give them this diatribe of like. Now you have the information to make your decision on yeah. Star Citizen, you know? And it's like, I wish that, that you could just say, yeah, come on in, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. I usually give people uh, questions. Mm-hmm. I-, I give them a list. I say, mm-hmm. like, do you have a baller gaming PC? <laughs> yeah.
1: And then, and, then,
0: yeah. A- and then I say, like, are you an early adopter of technology or patient when it comes to things not working on the first time?
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: And, th- and if they say no to both of those or one of those, I know it's not for them. Two mm-hmm. questions right there. Oh, yeah. And they feed each other because yeah. if your computer can't handle the game, it's going to have more bugs and you're going to have to be more patient. So, like, those two questions of hardware and patience are probably mm. the first two I go to. Well, before we're talking about, like, hey, do you like space? Yeah. Hey, do you mm. love spaceships? Like, yeah. well, before that. Yeah. Okay. I, I got us off topic.
3: No, no, Let's you get back that, to
0: these patch that, notes. That, indeed, off
3: topic. Is the podcast. Hash I mean, <laughs> <notes>. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Um, and Dead Walker couldn't have said it better. He said, Well said. So logging out um from the Reliant shift bed, and maybe this is something that you can chime in on zero. Uh, because I know I, I think you have the uh reliant if I'm not mistaken, or or had it at one point. Ship the ship's bed and back uh in will cause the reliant to be in flight mode and the player stuck inside the ship's sleeping area.
2: I don't think yeah, I so- ran that. I've, I've had this issue before, um, and it's been happening for a long time. But, so the Reliant is particularly bad at this. Uh, what, 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 how the game works now is the game will save the last state of your ship. So if uh-huh. your ship is on, it'll save that last state. But it will um, bring your ship back in, like VTOL will be defaulted. So like um, the Reliant, for instance, the VTOL mode is how the wings operate, right?
3: That's across limits, so right?
2: Yes. And when the wings operate, the living space separates from the cockpit by the wings folding, right? because the cockpit changes orientation with the wings. And so the, the seats go from here to here, and you can't get out of the cockpit when it's like this. Mm-hmm, so yeah. if you're in the back of the ship and it goes like this, you're stuck in the back of the ship, or you can't get to the cockpit to change it back to VTOL mode. Um, Hmm. or back, back away, you know, back to flat wing mode, if that makes sense. Flat wing mode. Um, yeah. I don't know what to call it. Pancake mode. Pancake mode, yeah. I like Um, it. Um, so what happens is people log out in the bed of the Reliant. They log back in, they wake up in the bed of the Reliant, but the Reliant has spawned in, in its flight mode, you know, so it's up like this. Um, and then you're stuck in the back of it, you can't get to the front. That, that has happened to me, it's happened for a long time. So when you're flying a Reliant, the fairly easy workaround there, just... You know go to a station and store the ship so
3: another side note guys uh, that i forgot to mention because i'm a great host and all is if you have any questions um just at ender zero or myself mm-hmm. throughout the duration of the stream more than likely you know we're going to answer it or chime in on it yeah. um you know if we it just helps us uh see it a bit more yep. next we have i got I, re- I got
0: one thing to say before we yes. move on yes mm-hmm. before we move on if you're logging out in the bed of your ship you're a noob don't do it. Ah. Don't do it. You know why? It never ends well, never.
1: Okay? Yeah, it's gotten a lot better. Nobody in,
0: in the- ever logged out in their sh- ship bed and had a good time doing it. It just didn't happen.
2: It's been working for me recently, but you're right. When you like, there's always like, if you do it a hundred times, there's going to be yeah. five or eight times where yeah. a problem happens, and that problem could be. To the point where you need to do a character reset, which is bad, you know, so it's better just to find a place to, if you can find a place to, to land,
3: you know, especially if you get the sun bug that that's, you're just screwed on that one. Yeah. And
2: what Kabota said in the chat is true. It happens sometimes when you're spawned at pads. So I think the best way to mitigate that has typically been for me anyway, has typically been to land the ship, shut off the ship, then go in and store the ship and then log off. Uh, That seems to work the best, but.
0: I I think I tried it a bunch and I really wanted it to work. I just woke up inside so many planets. <laughs> or my 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 favorite one. I actually had this great clip of where I tried the bed log out and the game booted up fine. But once I got out, the ship was slowly like quicksanding. So I mm. got to the cockpit and I was look I looked out the window and I was like what what's 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 going on here? And I was like yeah. I was like sh- I was like shrinking. <laughs> because the, it was quick sanding into the ground and I had to like punch it to like fly out.
1: Yep. Oh, I think yeah. my
2: favorite one was I was in the Aurora during a, I was doing a zero to hero run and I had looted some armor and a helmet uh, from some some baddies or whatever. And I was in the Aurora. And one of the issues with the Aurora is when you get out of bed, sometimes your character uh, gets out of bed into space. You know, he kind of stands up too early and it kind of clips him out of the ship oh, yeah. and into space while he's getting out of bed. And I woke up without a helmet on, because the helmet was looted from a you know something else, and it was gone from my body. Oh, uh, okay. Right? So then when I woke up, I was outside the ship, and I, I died because I was in space. <laughs> so yeah, uh, there's still like... some weirdness <sighs> with it. Bed logging has been getting better, um, better and better. It really is. Um, and I say this all the time. But like, if you went back in time one year from today and had to play Star Citizen, you would rip your hair out. It is a very oh, yeah. different game. It's miles it's gotten, better, it's better. But we still have our frustrations. We want it to keep getting better and better and better. So, keep that the, in focus
3: too.
0: What is the reason to log out in a bed in this game?
3: I, I think can, I can. Can
0: we talk about that?
3: Yeah, I but think I why. can chime on that one. So, so I. I guess for the for the average player of Star Citizen, you know, the guy who's maybe got an hour or two, you're coming home from work. You just want to jam out and shoot something, blow some shit up. I I understand that. And I think I have my experience. I I started playing Star Citizen because I saw an opportunity to RP. And I'm sure you guys are taking a look at me now. For those of you watching and going, what is this fucking guy wearing? And that's my experience is I like to eat, drink, use the pooper on the black or when it did have it. Log out into bed, you know, try to live my life the best I can through what Star Citizen is and what it can be eventually, you know, when certain systems come online, like hygiene, you know, the need for having to rest, etc. So, I mean, right now, it's not feasible. I do my best to try to log out into bed. But, of course, you know, it's what you guys said. You log out and you appear in the sun. Or you log out and, you know, your head is missing or a slew of other yeah. issues. So, that I guess yep. that's... There's no real reason to do it right now other than trying to RP it and then having to deal with bugs afterwards.
1: Yeah. I would I say it can save sense.
3: you some time.
2: But um, it works. If you're a red player, right, let's say you're, you're wanted. Um, oh, that's and this you're, a good one. Yeah, and you're, you're in the middle of nowhere. Maybe you're out of Quantum Field. You can't make it back to Grim Hex, which does happen. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, you can log out, and then you know, your buddy says, hey, man, I'll help you out, but I can't help you out for like two hours. You know, so you, you would bed log in whatever ship you're in and then wait and then log in together. You would log in your ship and then he would meet up with you and help you out in a different way. So it can be useful in those ways um, rather than. That's a than, good one. That's a good yeah.
0: gameplay for right now moment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think we should all, I think we're all in agreement though that it is a roll of the dice whenever oh. you do a bed log out.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah ab- absolutely. As for okay. logging
2: out, bed logging on a planet particularly, um, I think what happens there is. Your ship is given its physics and its gravity before it's given collision with the ground because the ground uh, streams in sometimes after the ship does because the ship is the closest thing to your character. So your client streams in your ship and its gravity with the planet below you because gravity is from a certain point at at the planet's center, not the surface of the planet. And you start falling, and then as you've passed through, the planet then streams in for your client, and now you're below it.
3: Gonna, oh, okay. So I think gonna, that's
2: the issue with logging out on
3: on planet surfaces. I'm going to save that when we bring Crum on one of these days. Uh, if you guys don't know who Crum is, I'm going to I'm going to hit him with that question because that's a that's a tasty one. Yeah, that's
1: right. Okay.
3: Sorry about that guys. So we next. this is just what we do. Next okay. So next issue. we have um, mm-hmm. pressing and holding F to free look does not work when piloting the Nox to prevent startup of a vehicle using interaction keybind will need to be used. Um F's in chat. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty. Pretty minimal, but I'm glad it's there. Yeah, characters' head, Moby glass, and other equipment may go missing after being released from Klesher. The prison wants their heads. I, you know, I don't know. Dude,
0: this one, I've, it's just like what I believe from movies and TV show. Real jail, you hand in your belongings, and then you sometimes get them back. It's kind of like that. You, yeah. you might not get your head yeah. back.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, <thank> and <laughs> I've been to
0: Klesher in,
2: in three, three fifteen, three fifteen one, and three sixteen PTU. I've been to Klesher probably six or seven times, and to be fair, have never had it not give me my head, Moby Glass, et cetera. Like, I've always been okay. <laughs> so, so I'm not, This it's just one of those things that when it happens, it's so severe that all you're just, now I yeah. need a character reset, you know? So that's why, I think that's why it's there. It's not that it happens all the time, but when it does happen, it's so severe that,
3: you know, you have- It hasn't answers. happened
0: to me yet, but good to okay.
3: know. I could super derail us and, and talk about how I think they should remove prison, but I won't torture... Uh... We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I, I, that conversation I'm down with will that, go. I'm
0: down with that conversation so much, but <laughs> yeah. we'll get
3: there.
2: Yeah, and I do we... want to go back up the list for a second. Laser okay. repeaters can directly damage ships through shields. Oh, we, we skip that? Yeah, I've had that one um, happen to me, and it seems like it's just a crapshoot, and I it's crazy, but it seems mm. like it's a crapshoot. I pulled a Gladius... And somebody was damaging me through shields, and then I dropped that gladius, claimed the ship, pulled another gladius. The next one was fine. So if you if you notice that you're getting damaged through your shields, um, that's what you do. Unfortunately, that's what I was
0: hearing through my chat today. Yeah. That like I read it as canon. I was like, the new meta. All hail the new meta. <laughs> I already made a clip. It'll be on. It'll be on Twitch later. Don't worry. Uh, uh, okay. But like. I thought that was, like, a huge problem, but apparently, as you just said, your story, one yeah. time, it did. Another time, it didn't.
2: So there was, a, there was an issue... Well, not an issue, but a, a mechanic that CIG was, was either going to put in or had for a little while where um, as your shields get depleted, so as they get weaker, uh, they allow some laser damage to go through. But, of course, this, any, anything that's... Uh, um, what's the word? Analog or capacitive, you know? Like, as things get weaker, they allow damage through... CIG, you know, the, the the current engine has some difficulties with that. The servers have some difficulties doing all that extra math of right. like, how much damage should I allow through based upon where the shields are at right now? That's a lot of extra math rather than, is the shield up or is the shield down? So, I think they've moved away from that for now. Um, maybe gotten rid of it altogether, I'm not sure. But that was the original plan for SDF shields that as they got, you know, 10 or 20% really weak, they yeah. would start to allow some pass through even of lasers and stuff. So, i don't know if that's maybe going to come back someday or
3: whatever I, re- yeah. I remember that i remember that um next on the list here we had bedlocking on a moon or planet the ship falls through the surface so there's something it. Yep. yeah yeah that, that, yeah we were talking about ship may despawn after player death instead of staying at its last location uh hammerhead doors to turret may not open for players if they leave the seat during quantum uh, travel trapping them inside terrible fate weapons will not holster. i have experienced that so many times oh yeah yep that Basically weapon one should, is pretty
2: annoying when it happens.
3: Yeah, when that happens, you're just—it's you, up to harsh language to damage your enemies at that point. Um, Those
0: hammerhead turret doors have been tricky for quite a few patches. Yes. Typically, the fix is opening all the external doors as the pilot, and then they can escape. I'm hoping yep. that Damn. that fix still works. The um, the big the, my favorite
2: one was when you had on a...
0: one. that one. Oh yeah. It, like mm. the idea of a new player again. Like what's a big part of the game right now is the whole inventory. So like you put inventory on your ship and your person. So if you right. die on the mission, you could go back to your ship to if you have another ship that is. Mm, go right. back to your ship to get that stuff from that ship. But if that ship no longer exists, neither does the stuff that was in that ship. Right. You know. So yeah. The logic tree there is like, ah, I guess I'll yep. guess I'll play Call of Duty now. like it it
3: just makes the whole point of looting kind of kind of pointless and it's a it's because you you want to accumulate that loot you know you want to put it on your ship that's that's your ship you've named it at this point and you live your life on the ship and for that kind of stuff to happen it just fucking sucks so next we have new features and if you are ready zero you can take it away i'll comment passively sensually in your ear yeah let's do it yeah uh, so new
2: locations, area 18, the hospital interior locations. So we've kind of seen these coming along the way. The area 18 was the next in the line. I think the next one is Lorville, um, mm-hmm. and uh, then I think they're done with hospitals, right?
3: Yeah, it's we talked. Was that? No, no. We talked about uh, the two additional hospitals, and I think they were stopping oh. because we have pyro and all that's coming, and they're right. they're trying to catch up. Yep, yep. I
0: like the sign at the new area 18 hospital. It just says like Empire.
3: Yep.
2: And, yeah, like, I like all it.
0: red letters. It's super cool.
2: Yeah. Yep. So more hospitals, always a good thing. Um, what that is going to mean is that if you spawn at Area 18 and you die, you will spawn back at Area 18 rather than at Bi-Genie Point. Um, right now, if you spawn at Lorville, for instance, and you die, you will spawn uh, at Everest Harbor, which that will change with the next patch when they put in uh, the Lorville Hospital. So you're going to have to manually then go and set your regeneration point at you know, Everest Harbor, or in this case, by Point if you want to yeah. spawn there instead.
0: I had a very interesting experience at that brand new hospital in the PTU and I've yet to test it to see if it happens in the main game. And as I left the elevator to leave, I walked by the front desk and there are some equipment like uh, walkers and gurneys and whatnot. They spawned in on me and killed me. <laughs> but then you watch out for those. while endless. I was complaining, I magically revive and come back to life no one around me it happened twice interesting so i don't know if, if that's a new feature they got nanites in the hospital they go through the <laughs> air and like revive you Perhaps. um i'm interested to see if that happens in the main server now mm-hmm. just wanted to share that no, that'll be moment. interesting
2: i my guess is it will uh or, or things like it weird pop-in stuff is all that Object container streaming stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's, for instance, uh, I think it's 30 or 35 meters is the typical like kind of range where stuff is supposed to kind of spawn in on a smaller scale. So if there's ever an elevator that you're standing next to um, and it's not spawning in, you can run away from literally physically run away from it like 35 meters or so. Try to hang out there for a second, and then when you get closer, your client will make a new call to the object container streaming service, uh, which. Will help it spawn in a little faster. So, if there's a lot of people in an area, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of clients making a lot of object container streaming calls, and things will stream in much quicker um, because of that. But if you're alone out in the middle of nowhere, you'll see a lot of like missing elevators and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We can go on. Sorry. I just wanted to share that with you.
2: So this is a big one. Uh, Jumptown 2.0 has been implemented. Uh, Implementation of Jumptown 2.0, a new dynamic event that will run periodically in the persistent universe. Uh, They've got a schedule up, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Pretty intense
2: Uh, schedule. Yeah, early schedule is it's running at 7 p.m. Central and 7 a.m. Central time. That's U.S. time. I think it's like 1 a.m. and 1 p.m. UTC. Um, So it's inspired by the historic events of Jumptown. If you guys don't know what Jumptown is, you can look that up. Um, I believe that the website now has a JumpTown history uh, YouTube video correct, by the yeah. a- the Astro Pub, which is pretty cool. Um, and uh, so this one kind of features a lawful and unlawful myth- mission path. Now rest assured, know something about this. CIG uses everything they implement into the game to test something. They are testing dynamic events with this. This is not just a fan service thing. That's why it feels like it is built and not organic not as organic as the original jump town it's different because it has to be because they're using it to test things that's the whole point of it uh for them uh, now they they do want to give things to the community that we can enjoy and jump town is one of those things it's actually going on right now um in the universe for the last 40 minutes or so yep. um but uh yeah so if you're basically if you have a crime stat which i don't like this but if you have a crime stat you can take the criminal version of the mission where you take uh, drugs to a certain location um, and get paid uh, throughout that process, and uh, if you're not a criminal at the time, you can take the good guy version of the mission to do the same thing. Um, but is for that, the good
3: guys, is that auto- automatic? If you have a crime stat, it doesn't even give you the other option. Correct. Yep. Hmm. Uh, oh. It's what I'd like it to be,
2: is and I don't, I just don't think they have the systems in place yet. But it needs to be reputation based. So. It right. needs to be if you have good reputation with, you know, the UEE or whatever, mm-hmm. um, then you get the opportunity to do the good guy mission. If you have negative reputation with them or just good reputation with like Vaughn or, you know, Ruto or somebody else, probably Ruto right. actually, then you'd be able to take uh, the criminal version. Or at the very least, it would give you, Ruto would give you a little, hey, come to my office in Grim Hex or whatever, and we'll we'll talk a little bit Yeah. Um, about, you know, this next mission and then he would give you the jump town too i think that would be much better to go and meet an npc rather than just
3: showing up in your Moby glass whether because you have a crime stat you know yeah because it's I, i'm looking i'm looking ahead at system specific things because i don't think jump town would would when the time comes and i and i'm always thinking about the future it'll be very uh re- the reputation part i definitely agree with and i'm trying to think of how different scenarios or events would play out you know with having the different systems in the game I guess it doesn't matter right now but it's something that I think about in the back of my head
1: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah I I just really hope that that more as we get more and more things I want to see that reputation system used in a lot more ways I mean I'm somebody who I feel like you should have reputation with you know somebody in area 18 maybe blackjack security in order to purchase certain modules in area 18 or something you know um i just i think there's a lot that they could do with that reputation system that would make us feel like we're unlocking things with reputation
3: you know i hope we Definitely. see a lot more with that with the introduction of pyro be, just because it's it's an unlawful system so i'm, right, I'm hoping yeah. and i and i'm not a criminal in that way but i like i always say you got to have all the pieces of mm-hmm. you know the pie to bake it so i i hope like, they do something like that
0: It's about choice of of the player. Right. And consequence of choice needs to be more than just you're stuck in this box mining rocks or maybe escaping. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Like and like what Zero just said, having rep get you things that you might want will help to cater players to these different ways of being like, hey, you want to be just the badass who circle strafes the station and kills everybody? Yeah. Go for it, except you can't buy attritions anymore because you got to be nice with Hurston or something. You know, yeah,
2: like, like Hurston. Hurston Security would have to like you, you know, for you for them yeah. to sell you their their shit, and that
1: just yeah. makes sense, yeah. you know. Uh huh. So um, I think those so are cool exactly, things yeah. that
0: could happen in the future with that new reputation system. That's not that mm. old. It's how many patches has that been in the game? Two,
2: two. Yeah, I think? yeah. yeah I think it was so. 2014. I don't just... like to
0: dwell too much on future stuff. I'm yeah. like. I'm the dude who waits for the lovable Jared Huckabee to tell me what's coming soon. And then I'm like, okay, Jared, let's talk about that. And then it's like, what's on, what's two pages into the tracker. I don't look there. I don't, I I
3: don't look there. So, so just one thing on the reputation, it, it would make sense to me if, I mean, we're all, we're all citizens of the empire in the, through the lens of the game. So going to like Cubby blast and purchasing, you know, uh, a rocket launcher it doesn't seem very in keeping. So I'm, I'm hoping that some of those things kind of get <laughs> locked. In. You know what I mean? Like you just walk through the fucking streets, Corp, You go, to rock, rocket launcher in your back. Oh,
0: what, what about that little, that little shop at, at um. Orison, or Orizon, not Orizon.
3: Pardon me. Uh, a little
0: shop at Orizon where you can yeah. buy gum and candy and weapons <laughs> well, and armor. It's you In know, the mall. It's so like in the I, middle uh, of that
3: mall. So I'm hoping things like that kind of get relegated to Grim Hex or hey, just got this shipment of you know Apocalypse Arms gear. You want to buy it? You know things that you can't get anywhere else unless you have a you have a rep with somebody. So I I totally agree with that. I hope they they utilize that feature more. Um, in later patches, I'm sure they will. Anyway, sorry, oh, yeah. sir. So. <laughs> next. Well, uh,
2: I'm gonna avoid this next one, but I'm gonna say it. Uh, they added a new, <laughs> new ship. Say it it's and, we'll, and we'll come spell. back. Yeah. yeah. They added a new ship, the Cutlass Steel. Uh, feature updates, moving there we on. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they did a grab-love rework. Um, this is a huge paragraph that I could read, but I'm just gonna tell you it's awesome. It's not perfect, yeah. but it's Let's awesome. Read it.
0: 100% uh, agree with you, dude.
2: Really fucking cool. Like, go get yourself a dragonfly in 316 and just bomb around on it. It is really, really yeah, I cool. Sure
0: um, I felt It like, even has
2: really cool mechanics on. for, like, for like, if you go closer to the ground, you go faster because your grab love interacts with it. Like, there's a lower reason for it. Everything's it's perfect because if you go lower to the ground, you can outrun somebody who's not willing to take that same risk as you and get away from them if they're on, like, a dragonfly, right? Right. I think that's so cool.
0: You know that scene in Batman? Oh, boy. When, Which one? When? Well, you'll know when I explain this next okay. part. When the Batmobile crashes, and you're like, oh, no, it's crashed. And then, like, this badass bike flies oh. out of it. Yeah. And he goes tearing through the streets. That's what you feel like with the new Gravlev tech. Yes. Yep. You, and you almost feel unstoppable and unkillable at times. I went on a tear the other day in like a Canyon trying to kill myself in the knocks. And I was just like bouncing off trees. Totally fine. Rolling fine. Fly super high land. I'm fine. I don't know if you're supposed to be as unstoppable, but you are. And the lean looks really cool. Yep it feels awesome in third person. It feels awesome in first person. They absolutely nailed it with this one.
2: I think so. I I would mostly agree with that. Yeah. Um, sometimes I feel like there's some weirdness with collision and stuff. There's still some times where. Maybe that's why I feel like I'm not dying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I almost feel like they've, they've made all the grav left stuff really strong against collisions, which is fine for now. Um, you know, but I think eventually, like if you run into a rock at, 100 meters a second 100 meters a second is like i don't know 230 miles an hour <laughs> yeah. like you should probably blow up like yeah. something that's you right. know something's gonna be a problem you know as long as it can't so be we'll abused. see what they do with that but shall yeah, we move on it. all right so it's really cool try it out um atmospheric bounties that's actually really cool too um so Great. they they spawn at caves derelicts junk sites outposts and ugf I was talking at underground facilities. I was talking with somebody about these today. It is very cool that they are making AI bounties teach you how to player bounty hunt because players tend to go to places that you can't just quantum to. They don't sit at orbital markers. They don't, you know, sit oftentimes at certain locations. They're often in between locations. They're low flying in the middle of nowhere on Daymar or something like that, right? Um, so these ones teach you to cut your quantum drive between OMs so that you're closer to the target. Um, or they, you know, they teach you how to go to places where players would normally be that you can't normally quantum travel to. And I think that's very, very cool. It also adds a level of, like, challenge. It teaches you extra tricks. Um, I think the new atmospheric bounties are going to do a great job of teaching players kind of the the process that it would take to go and get a player bounty. And I like that a lot. It kind of creates a lot more, like, realism. Uh, right. And it actually, it, it, it makes it feel a little bit more like this is my profession, you know, and I'm getting better at it, you know, rather than just, I quantum to location, I shoot ship until ship explodes, you know, like there's right. more mm-hmm. to it than that, and I like that a lot, so. Yeah.
0: especially It's with also the, a great visual layers. change. Yeah. Like not For just sure. seeing the black of space everywhere, yep. and not just circle strafing and being like, oh my God, asteroid, oh my God, am I gonna, like uh, uh, mm-hmm. like not having to do that all the time. It's cool having the ground. It's just a more visually exciting detail.
1: I agree.
2: Yeah, and the other part of it too is, is actually, uh, it gives you, uh, it, it instead of being worried about asteroids, uh, you know, running into backstroking into an asteroid or whatever it might be, um, the ground. Yeah, the ground is what you're worried about, but the sky gives you so much you. space. Yeah. Right. So like, there's so much space above you that you, it's almost like you're more free in in a way, you know, to not have to worry about. Oh, I'm I'm up in the sky, so like. I don't have to worry about running into an asteroid. I just have to worry about where the ground is. So yeah. in, in some ways, it's actually more simple. You
0: know, Like those reclaimer bounty hunters are going to have to be a l- little more careful. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Be a
0: little more careful.
2: Yeah, very true. All right. Next Here's on the some. list is an underground facility mission polish. Uh, they have uh, kept working on those. They've changed Good. them from officers to guards. So you no longer get the assaulting an officer charge if you shoot one with a bullet. Um, And they also increase the leniency on damage taken for friendly fire. So if a stray bullet hits one of the guards, you're not necessarily just gonna g- get a crime start right away.
1: And that um, works. Made some, I tested they made it a, today.
2: You tested it today? Nice.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, they've made a lot of law and system improvements. Uh, there's a lot to go through here. I'm gonna go ahead and link these in the chat again. This paragraph
0: is big, you're right. Yeah, it's
2: a big paragraph. So there's defense of another, where actors and AI will now see somebody that's going over friendly fire thresholds as hostiles for the length of time that they have any hostility toward other actors um and what that means is that could you know if if you have a friend who's being attacked by somebody that somebody will become a hostile and you can then engage that person uh, which is helpful because there's so many times where you know i'm fighting this guy you know or i'm looking i want to fight this guy because he's he's shooting my friend but i can't because he's shooting my friend and he's not hostile to me you know um So some important changes there. So it also means that they get to remove the crime of aggravated vehicular assault, uh, which was only added to mitigate that issue. So now Mm. players should show up as hostile, meaning able to be attacked by you without consequence, um, before the party getting attacked has to give them a crime. So normally would it be like you have to wait until your friend... Uh, you know, applies a, a crime charge to that person. Then they turn red for you and everybody else, and then you can attack. Well, now they're going to turn red for you just because they're attacking your uh, your friend or your you know somebody who's an innocent, and they're going to be turned hostile for everybody in the area. Which means everybody in the area can handle that person without that person needing to have a crime stat. It just means this person is a hostile to the environment around us. We can all attack them. So that's a that's a big deal.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I'm definitely going to have to. Uh... Go back to video game law school to, uh, <laughs> to get my brain back yeah. wrapped around it, yep, like a hundred percent that's what I'm gonna have to do, yeah, but it's, I am excited a, about it.
2: It's something I think we'll we'll learn naturally rather than, than for than thinking it through and and you know, which is good because if things happen naturally, it's just like, oh, that guy's a red to me, uh, oh, it's because he's attacking my friend, you know we'll just see it happen, yeah, you know what I mean, so like that part uh, of it makes total
0: sense. I like that yeah. that's great.
2: Um, so they have reduced the acquisition of low level crime stats. They've removed that vehicular assault one, so that'll that'll help with some random random crap. you know, one of your bullets go. Yeah. Um, they just dis- display the victim's name in your infraction notification. Uh, this one didn't bother me one way or another, really, but uh, you know more information is never really a bad thing um, right, but it will help you know, like, oh, that guy I shot earlier bled out you know two minutes later, right and uh, and that's why I got the crime that I got is you know it's always helpful right.
3: I'm um, I'm wondering if that's gonna be because Moby Glass specific. Like if you're using the bounty hunter variant, like we always been hearing about, whether mm-hmm. what type of gameplay loop you're playing through, if that's gonna be specific to the tool you're using, or if that's just gonna be blanketed to everyone, even if you're not doing something like that. Curious. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, next on the list, criminals
2: should receive a less forgiving friendly fire allowance. So if a criminal, if a player is already already has a crime stud, if you're already a criminal. Um, or if you have an active hostility timer, meaning you just fired a missile at somebody or you just shot at somebody, uh, the friendly fire allowance is tightened on all, on all actors, uh, players around you. Um, and so that they don't keep getting away with the first few shots. So what that would mitigate would be, ah, I hit you with a couple of shots. I turned red for a second. I'm not red anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I, sh- I shot you a couple more times. Uh, so, you know, I can, so I can keep doing these little damage bits to you. Right. Um, And what this is going to do is that if I have a crime stat 1, if I have a crime stat 2, if I'm a murderer a crime stat 3, and I fire at you a little bit, it's, I'm hostile to you right now. You know, the first shot, and it's going to stay that way longer. So I think that's a good change too. Uh, Missiles and the law. This is a big one. Uh, They've made some changes to how missile damage behavior is. So now firing a locked missile will max out the friendly fire hostile duration. Previously, it was very simple. It was if somebody locks a missile on you, they turn red for you. That's a hostile act. Um, this may change that a little bit, but locking a missile only counts as a hit, which may not max out that hostility, uh, that hostility duration. Um, but it will now render the ship as hostile for just as long as the missile is locked. So if you accidentally lock somebody with a missile, they will turn red to you, or you will turn red to them, excuse me. But if you unlock that missile and say, hey, whoa, whoa, my bad, accidental you'll go back mm-hmm. to blue almost immediately, which is which is a good change. That's cool. You know? I like that. Uh, very good change. But if you fire that missile, firing the missile will count as a hit and will get you firmly into the friendly fire hostile uh, duration. So if you fire a missile at somebody accidentally, uh, you know, you're know you going to stay red for them for a little while, which is a very good change because accidentally locking missiles happens fairly frequently and those timers should be quicker. Um, uh, let's see. They've done some Dying Star updates to the Arena Commander maps. It looks awesome. Uh, I got to check it out.
0: It looks really good. It I looks very, very it good. Yep. It was um, awesome.
2: Now, what they need to do for Arena Commander is make all the matchmaking work so we can enjoy it. <laughs>
0: yeah, the game <laughs> part. You, you mean? Uh, yeah, the, the whole the game video part game needs part? to happen. Yeah. Now. Like, that's uh,
2: It Looks just good.
0: Arena. Holy, oh, baby. Yeah, it looks nice. real good.
2: So, uh, let's see. They updated rep for infiltrate and defend missions to not punish the player on abandonment due to the spawn timing issues. Uh, those seem to be working in 316 better, so I don't know how much this is going to be an issue, but it's nice that they have it anyway. Um, they temporarily made scrap sellable at rest stop admin offices, crew L5, crew L5, ARCA1, and l one That's just temporary. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I think they want to, because scrap has been an issue at many places, not being able to sell it. So it's good that they did that for those those of you who'd like to transport some scrap. Um, chips and vehicles, they did an Aries Ion balance pass. We're not going to talk about that one today. <laughs> uh, they did a redeemer balance pass. Uh, they adjusted some turret velocities and some other things that people aren't complaining about nearly as much as the other one. Um, <laughs> and they added radars to the Constellation series co pilot seats, which is a great change.
0: That's cool. Yep. I haven't so tried it yet. but Copilot stuff cool. in
2: the Constellation is so important that I think it really should work better. Um, I mean, weapons and items. They did on. some mounted guns. What were we going to say? I I was going to say, record. like,
0: you talked about Constellation and co pilot jobs i think if any ship mm-hmm. in the game was going to have a functional missile operator mode it's the constellation for sure andromeda yeah. yep. like you have so many missiles you have those two chairs that are basically useless but when you sit down in them that screen is just like right in your face and yep. you can't do anything
2: yeah i would like it for if there was one co-pilot that did certain things and the other co-pilot did those right now either, either co-pilot seat you get into there's that screen that comes in front of your face Um, But it would be nice if like the left one gets a screen in his face because his job is like, you know, power tweaking and, you know, shield tweaking and stuff like that. And the right one is your missile operator mode guy. Like that's, you know, his main job is like dealing with missiles and missile operator mode. And I think that'd be kind of cool to be like, I'm a pilot. I have one co-pilot. Do I want my co-pilot to be able to fire missiles or do I want my co-pilot to be able to handle, you know, power stuff? And he can switch seats mid combat if he really wants to. I think that'd be cool.
0: That's also utilizing the whole, like, physical person that moves around the ship and the yes, realism right. of having less than a full crew comes into it as so. well.
1: Very much so. Yeah, yeah. It would be um, so
0: awesome if there was a way to have a little camera on top of the uh, ship that when you got into that, you were in that little camera, and that was how you choose shots for missiles. You have a full hmm. 360 view. Yeah, that would be
2: kind of interesting, yeah. Go, go on. Um. So uh last thing on the changes i guess uh we have some weapons and items changes they did some mounted uh, mounted guns polish i assume they did this for the cutlass steel yeah absolutely <laughs> but, uh <laughs> they tweaked the mounted guns to be more in line as an infantry suppression uh weapon rather than a vehicle suppression typically they were size one gatlings they were just little uh, i can't remember what they're called the little size one gatlings uh this will reduce the projectile velocity and rpm uh, reducing projectile damage per hit, so it's not the same Gatling anymore, basically. And it reduces projectile weight, so they have force reactions, so they don't have as many force reactions, as well as giving projectiles a higher spread. Um, so basically, they increased how long a player can get hit by one of these before dying. Before, it was like two or three bullets would kill a player, and it would knock you over. And now it's more like uh, getting shot by... Like an LMG or something like that, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then last but not least, weird to add this right at the end, but they increase the size of size ten or the the cost of size ten bombs. So you A two pilots out there, your pockets just got a tiny bit lighter.
0: I like how they give us the size. Like oh, only that size bomb, not the other bombs.
2: Yeah. Well, there are there are size three bombs that you can buy at cousin crows. Um, however. you can't fit them on an A yeah. two yet because the racks don't equip. But that's <laughs> okay. apparently a future oh, plan is for you. the size three bombs to fit uh,
3: on an A two.
0: Because I read and- that and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> what about the other okay. ones? So
3: yeah. I'm gonna, I'm thank gonna you.
0: Thanks for that, Zero.
3: I'm gonna cut zero a little slack here and I'm gonna blast through the major buck fixes and unless there's absolutely just one of these that you feel like you need to talk about. That way we can move on to the few other, the few other points that we got. The first one. Yeah, <laughs> heavy armor should no longer block much of the moby Glass Interface character customization. Much should now save of. changes in the PU while adding appearance. Fix an issue causing elevators and ships to disappear and cause players to be more visible. Oh, I'm already out of breath. Yeah, it's much
0: they're... of heavy armors no longer block much of. Yeah, if you were ever so struggling. It's like the wording of like a like a paper. If you're like writing an essay for something, like you'd be like, meh i don't know about that wording okay
3: go on yeah, th- there's a bunch of bug fixes guys stuff that we've kind of already reiterated is there any i think i'm just gonna skip over this area or glaze it unless you guys have one particular that. one zero because yeah, i'm just gonna it. link this to the chat because i really skip don't like it baby yeah there, skip it there's so many basically they fixed a lot of shit yes yeah a lot of yeah. shit got fixed guys just go with it okay and that's gonna bring uh an end or at least uh this small smeg of the 316 as far as known issues some fixes the new stuff that's in some stuff we we skipped over guys because we're going to be talking about it um again I did have this week in star assistant pulled up but it's already fucking wednesday so don't worry about it okay so we're going to skip that part as well and we're going to I this is probably a good time to talk about um, the cutlass steel because there are a couple. The cutlass steel. Oh my god. Cutty I I, steel. I feel like it needs that because it's just so lackluster. Steals your money.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> hey. Uh, get it out, out of here. Okay. So... You got money? Not anymore.
0: Because <laughs> you bought. Okay,
3: sorry. You, no, Go please.
2: On. It really needs it. Okay. So... Okay, so. You guys mind if I kick it off about the cutlass steel? <laughs> please. I love please. it. I love you too. Okay. So the, I'll, I'll go through the Cutlass Steel, what it is, and then I will, I will tear it in half. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just giving you guys a rundown. Don't so say it has, all of
0: them. Just it has, say some it has of them. It has
2: enough space for 26 people inside, essentially, a Cutlass Black. It has 18 rumble seats, or, you know, basically, you don't do anything. You just sit there, you get out of the ship. It has five door-mounted machine guns, essentially. That uh, when you're on them and the ship moves ever so slightly, you will fly out the door Ah! like a bird, like a bird without wings. uh, And then land unpleasantly on whatever surface you were flying over uh, at whatever speed you were flying over it. Um, It has a rear turret, which is two size twos, which is co pilot controlled. I think it's two size twos. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's ones. Is it ones or twos? I think it's twos. Anyway, I
0: think it's two. Uh,
2: And then it has the normal two size three turret. Basically, it's a cutlass black. Uh, where somebody from CIG was like, let's see what we can do with this thing. And they put a bunch of seats in it. They put some door-mounted guns in it. And they were like, this will be cool for Jump Town. And they were right about that. Not, it is cool for Jump Town. It is cool. <sighs> every, uh, every
0: seat has its own gun rack. Yep. A little fun fact. Oh, nice. Okay. Sorry However,
2: the door-mounted machine guns can damage the ship itself, knocking yes. off all of its engines <laughs> and the front wings. That. I shot, uh, I shot it has, one of the
0: engines a whole bunch today.
2: <laughs> it has no cargo space, which is fine, because it's a drop ship. I don't really care about that. Uh, and I'm just gonna back up for this one. It
0: costs two
2: hundred and thirty-five dollars Yeah, yes. too,
3: way too much Way too much. So it's no surprise to any of you. I'm a huge drake fan of my favorite ship manufacturer Like many of you This is a ship nobody oh. asked for and I saw a comment on social media because I <laughs> I was wrong and I dipped my little toesies into social media and one guy was Like what? Well, well, they did it for us. What do you mean? This is a stupid ship and this is not to knock anyone. It's not to, like, hard talk and shit. They gave
0: but it's price. It's
3: ridiculously Matt. priced. It's priced, mm-hmm. I think, very similar to the Corsair, which is a completely different ship. So yep. I just don't know the logic behind this. If you wanted to make a, a Cutlass drop ship, I think they really fucking could have made something cool. Yep. But instead, they took the black chassis right before Jump Town, and they literally slapped a bunch of seats in it and a couple guns. And I just yep. think out of all the shit that star citizen gets for being vaporware for being cash grabby for, and and it's obviously we don't believe in any of that because we're all here supporting the project, but this one, this isn't helping your cause. Yeah. This is not
0: ammunition for that fight. Like if if we were on a debate show where like I was forced to be like, this is the point you have to argue. And I had to argue that person. I have so much ammo for that argument.
2: Yeah, like this... Kotaku is
3: mid-article
2: right as we speak, right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> you guys know yeah. that, right? Yeah, it's, um, this, this was just not needed for, for what it is, and uh, yeah. this is going to be a hard pass. And if if you want my honest... So here's the positives
2: of it. or Well, I should say what? my honest take on how it. could How could it be a ship that is I got somewhat too. logical and useful-ish? Um, so here's the changes that I would like to see. Quick, Just give you a quick rundown. Right now, there are uh, 18... Seats. Get rid of the rear six. Just get rid of them. You don't need six more seats. Keep the the front ten. There's twelve in the front. Get rid of two of of those. Keep the front ten. Make it so that you have two squads, one on either side, so squad is three, I think. And then you have two door gunners that are sitting next to the squad. So each door gunner gets up, gets on a gun, and the guns obviously have to make it so that you're resistant to G-forces, right? But that's a different change. They
0: should have a seat. On that gun. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, something like, like that. The yeah. Rock
0: D S, like the Rock D S seat. Yeah.
2: Um, and so then it makes sense, right? Now it's all starting to make sense. Like, okay, you've got the two door gunners who are right in front of their door guns, right? Sitting in the seats. You've got the squad in between who can talk amongst themselves right in those seats, and they're right in front of the doors to get out, to jump out, you know, the doors that you would use. And the rear, get rid of that gun on the rear, because it's useful, you're useless. Maybe keep it there, make it fold out of the way. And then you have enough space to park a tumbrel neatly in the back, like yep. a tumbrel MT or something. Now the yeah. ship starts to make sense, you know? Um, but as it is, uh, it's just a pinata of death. Yeah.
1: I f- you, can't, I
0: f- you can't even fit a dragonfly in the back. You can fit a Nox in the back of the ship as of mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. But if we got rid of those seats, it would make it way better for some bikes. Mm-hmm. And if we're thinking about Drake in, like, the family of Drake products, yeah, it should be able to fit the dragonfly in the back yeah. right there. Be I just never like one or two of them. Yep.
3: Yeah. I think this was a ship that they thought, "Oh, Drake is slap a bunch of shit together, and that's Drake." This is not that. This this is very. I mean, jump downs come coming. Slap guns, and it will just it's it's Drake, you know, and. Yep.
0: Uh, where that argument comes from, in a way, but the yeah the implementation j- of it, and the price point. I think kills that part of it.
3: Drake has always come off as analog to me and very, and yes, very like slapped together. Like look at the Buccaneer. It's a fighter with a giant gun attached to it. That, that comes off very Drake. That seems like something Drake would do. Like that's their answer. More firepower to what's slacking on maneuverability in, In in, you know, that's, that's what I'm saying. But this. This just, it doesn't come across as that. It comes across as we're trying to make money off an event that we're recreating. That's not even gonna be the same thing. And that's just kind of my opinion on it. It's gonna be a pass if you bought this. I I would, have, I would have advised Just to get the Corsair if you're going to spend that money The only person who's buying this is a completionist Or someone who just Impulsed it because they saw Drake Or maybe, I don't know, maybe you did think this was cool I don't know, I just think they, if they wanted to make a dropship That was a Cutlass series dropship They could have done something completely different Similar to what Zero had said Or what Ender had suggested It just doesn't seem like a Drake ship Other than it looks like a Cutlass Black Until you open the door Hate yep. me Hate me, love me, piss on me, I don't know. My,
0: my experience flying the ship was culminated today on stream. I had a crew of seven people, including myself. Mm-hmm. That's enough to man basically all the guns on it. And we tried to take a do a bunker mission. The bunker had two or three turrets on it. We tried to like slow straight around
1: mm-hmm. to take
0: out the turrets. Yeah, I and saw that. Not only did, like, four of us get flung out the doors, but we got exploded by those turrets as well, and then we all died.
3: Yep. Yeah, Zero, um, I know we were talking uh, before we went live here about the price point, and you, you made such a... such a, It was just a really good point comparing to the Corsair. Uh, if you can expand on that just a little bit so people...
2: Yeah, so the Corsair is the much longer-range kind of exploration gunship... You know, um, it, it has more, more normal crew. Um, it's got, it's more livable. It actually has a bathroom. Uh, it, it can haul an Ursa if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong about that, but I think so. Um, it's just, it's a much more fully, it's like a constellation, you know, it's bigger than a constellation. I'm not mistaken. Um, it's just a, it's just much more ship. And right now that ship is like 215, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and this ship, obviously this ship is straight to flyable. The Corsair is still, you know, being worked on, but. It it's it it puts a Drake ship that is inherently not as good at a higher price point than a ship that is obviously hmm. better. And it just you look at it and you go, that doesn't make any sense. Especially because the cutlass is a hundred, the cutlass blue is whatever the cutlass blue is a red, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they have their price points, but they're all much lower than the Corsair, and you wanna know why? Because they're cutlasses. They're not Corsairs. They're not yeah. Constellations. They're not Aries. They're not, you know, they're not, they're not those ships. And if you place a ship in that price range, all of a sudden, you, you're, you know, people are going to go, what the hell, man? And that's what everybody in the community is saying right now. What the hell, man? Yeah. It, <laughs> like, this makes
0: no sense. Just, yeah, it's, it's definitely awkward. And we talked about earlier, like, this is the time where you're going to share more of your gaming life with more people when you're not having to work. As much like, hopefully, yeah. you've got at least some time off your work, your job, your school, whatever. So you're going to yeah. be gaming more. Hopefully, you're hanging out with friends, family, coworkers, other mm. human beings. Yeah. Probably going to ask you about what you're doing. <laughs> and like, yeah. if what you're doing in life that you love is this game, and this is the latest ship that's out, and you're talking about, like, the eyes are on it even yeah, more yeah. than normal times because of the holiday aspect.
3: Yeah, it's such a good point, and like. I didn't even, it didn't even dawn on me because we're so close to the holidays that you're just going to have people that are going to be coming in. And when you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, people are going to have time off. They're going to be playing. And yeah, you, you would think they put like such a hard foot forward the time forward. And I don't know.
2: I, I hope, I think, I'm, I'm hoping. I think the people have mentioned a couple of times in the chat talking a little bit. There's two things that were mentioned that I want to touch on. Armor is one thing, and it's a very valid thing. Drake Drake ships across the board. Are fairly heavily armored. That's one of their their things. You know, Drake armor is supposed to be thick, heavy armor. You know, and they compensate yeah. for that thick, heavy armor by putting gigantic fucking <laughs> engines on their ships. Yeah. You yeah. know, and big guns, and not a lot of shielding typically. Right. Yeah. Um. Some of them have a little bit more shielding. But Probably you guys get when the
0: armor hardness and all that stuff comes in. Yeah. So, so armor, armor hardness,
2: the... armor class, armor penetration, that kind of stuff will change how the Drake, you know, fleet, kind of functions how it flies its effectiveness that kind of stuff probably increase it and that's better still though i even with you know like the 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 cutlass black has six rumble seats in the back that function as kind of makeshift drop seats right now and the cutlass black is 100 what 115 whatever it is for the cost Mm -hmm. the cutlass steel does haul more people but you almost never need that many people for any mission ever and it's gonna have similar armor i mean maybe it'll have a little bit better armor than the cutlass black will but they're both cutlasses they're both the same chassis they're both gonna have similar armor classes at the very least um and then when you get to the corsair yes the corsair is gonna go up in price eventually but it would have to go up in price to 350 probably or 325 at least it'd have to jump to be like in order to make sense versus the Cutlass Steel's price. So it's not that the Corsair is, I mean, the Corsair is I think underpriced right now and I think it will go up, but the Cutlass Steel is
3: just plain and simple, insanely overpriced, you know? Yeah, yeah, for what you, what it is. So just yeah. once more friends, the standalone Warbon is 210. I believe it is 215 Corsair Warbon, if I'm not mistaken. I, I may I yep. may be off. Um, My
0: head's in the way for chat.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, hear me. Sorry guys, Poppy my up. head's
0: in the way. So, so, sorry, uh, short, <laughs> It's bald, shiny. I get it, you know.
3: Cutlass yeah. steel, standalone at two thirty-five. That just man, you need to drop that like 75, 80 bucks. You need to get yeah. sub two hundred to even be in the ballpark. It would, uh, yeah, yeah. For me, it would have to be sub one sixty to to even be like, oh, that makes any kind of sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, I ain't even buying it. So, but anyways, yeah. you guys, you guys get the idea. And of course, I we mean, have. I'm sorry, go on.
0: I was gonna say like. Again, I don't like to get to future plan Mm. dreaming or whatnot. But, like, if we really, if I want to go there, when I see this, I don't see the cutlass, pardon me.
3: The Drake Cutlass Steel.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't see that ship as a full spaceship. I see it as a kit that you would apply or upgrade to your ship. Like, if that mm-hmm. was a feature package that you could add to your Cuddy Black by going to Cousin Crows in the game or whatever, yeah. like, if we want to use Tarkov mentality here, like, the weapons in that game can become other weapons by modifying out the mounts and things inside them. Mm-hmm. I so, can, like,
1: yeah.
3: No, I, I can, yeah, it's a good point, because I saw it in chat, and you bringing it up, I can, if they were very adamant on just, hey, we don't, we're lazy, we just don't want to make a whole new ship. They could have just done the caterpillar route and made module for this thing, the cousin crow route, just the internal guts replace with this one. It's the drop ship, the steel. They that would have made more sense. They could have off they could have offered it, you know, at some kind of substantial price. I'm not paying $235 for, for just a cousin crow mount, but still. That, I think that would have been more in keeping with the ship, and I wouldn't dislike it as much as I... It wouldn't come off and exude grubby at that point, I think. I don't know. What do you think, Zero? Cousin Crows, or eh? For what? I'm sorry, I was <laughs> busy with the chat. Like I shouldn't if, have been. No, no, no. Like, if they if they took it and didn't sell it as, like, a whole ship, they just Cousin Crowed it, and it's a module that you can buy
1: Yeah, for, make it a kit.
3: I th- I think that would have been much better than what they attempted to do, and then of course, I, yeah, I think so.
2: I mean, I'm like I was just talking about this a couple of weeks ago. I started ah. kind of talking about it. Like, I want more cutlass variants. I want more variants of most of the ships. I want hawk variants. I want uh, prowler Ooh. variants. You know, et cetera. Like, so I don't mind that they have a variant that is very dropship focused. Yeah. But you walk through it and you're like, this is fucking silly. Like, yeah. even if it's <laughs> even if it's a troop transport for a kraken, yeah. like it's 26 people. <laughs> in one little, like, a, a, a single-size-two, like, ship, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it just doesn't make any... Like, you look at it, and you're like, this doesn't make any sense. There's better ways to use this space, even if it was a drop ship. There are dropships, like, if I was if I was Drake, like, Drake is very bottom bottom line, right? Like, they put a big fucking gun on the, on the Buccaneer because it was useful, and they could. They put a big, huge engine on the back of the Herald because they needed it, and that was what they wanted to do. They're very, like, driven like that, right? So, this ship just doesn't make any sense... Because if you said, hey, how do you make a cutlass into a dropship? Oh, let's put ten rumble seats in the back. <laughs> let's keep the space for a tumbrel because it's a dropship and we want to, you know, get going. Let's put some guns in the doors. You know, maybe we can crew those up and let's put a turret on the back. Okay, that makes sense. Not let's put eighteen rumble seats with no space for anything else that- in it whatsoever. That doesn't make any sense. You know, that's, that's not I'm- useful. That's just you know, ridiculous.
0: You know what's f- the funniest thing of, about our conversation, really? If I pull all of it back and get to the root of the issue, CIG has made this problem for themselves by knocking it out of the park, designing so many of their ships mm. in this game. Yeah, There are they so many standard. ships that are incredibly well designed from the function and visual standpoints that when this one comes out, we're like, oh, wait a minute. Because like think about other games for a moment. Let's take our mind out of Star Citizen and think about the ships and vehicles that are introduced in many other kinds of video games. That, mm. I'm gonna say this, they're super video gaming. Things in them don't make any sense. They're just dumb for the sake of being dumb and fun because it's a video game. Yeah. But we take this game and we see them release these ships you know, I'm going to use some, some examples here. Some of the more beautiful big ships made by Corsair. Like, you're like, wait. A, uh, I mean, Crusader, not Corsair. Corsair, Corsair is a, a PC it. manufacturer company. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're wearing those headphones. I saw those headphones and my yeah. brain went to Corsair. Uh, the Crusader yeah. ships are so detailed. And so, like, the, the minutiae, if you will is there of iteration after iteration after iteration. I don't think the cutting steel went through all that. Yeah. And it definitely shows.
2: Well, beyond that, um, you know, like, the first thing people say is, like, does it have a bathroom? It still doesn't have a bathroom for still 26 potential crew. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that that's the end of the world because, a bucket you know, in the corner.
0: You Everyone could land knows in where like, it is. You don't walk over there.
2: Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> it's almost like, it just, it just, it just makes no sense. You know, it just, there's a lot of things about it that just make no sense. And I think that cheapens the game experience when you play with a ship, you have a ship like that in your game. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm all for ships that are unique and interesting and stuff like the the Cartuol is ridiculous in its own way, but that's because it's an alien ship and it's, it's, you know, it, it ship, it serves that alien ship, uh, you know, purpose, but this is a very human ship. It's made by a very human ship manufacturer. And it's completely ridiculous. Uh so it just comes across as like comically ridiculous. Not like the not like the fun kind of ridiculous. Now it's like right. this is supposed to be a war vessel, but it's completely ridiculous and not well made. It doesn't have a bathroom, it only has two beds. It,
1: uh-huh.
2: it just it, it just it boggles I, the mind. It's obviously I, I, not a long range troop transport because if it was, it would have more beds. Well it's not that, it would have a bathroom. You know, have so you, clearly have you
0: seen the, it's a meme. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the meme with the with the truck with all the weapons in the back? Yes. yes. Okay. Oh,
3: okay. oh, oh, Hold This just coming in. One second. I <laughs> I think we actually uh, have that posted up. Okay. There. Good. So this um, meme
0: is just so perfectly put together. Yeah. Um, that if you can bring the meme up, it really sells the point that Zero just hit home with the progression through the Cutlass series. Uh, to how we ended up here,
1: mm-hmm. and if it's anyone perfect, in really. if
0: anyone in chat has it and you're permitted for the link, you could I guess help us out and toss it in. You, you mean
3: you mean this new leaked image of their new paint coming out? This one right here.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
3: <laughs> there it is. That's that's your new experience, guys, with the Cutlass Steel. So enjoy that. When, I'm also as- going to share something to the chat now. This
2: isn't uh, this isn't my tweet. This, is, this isn't my video. It's actually from Captain Burks. Um, Sonoda, you can feel free to show that if you want to as well. Yes, but, no, uh, that's a really good one.
3: Yeah, if you, if you guys click on that, you're guaranteed to laugh. And please read the end because uh, shout out to Burks for that because that was I don't chuckle often at shit on social media, but this one definitely got oh,
0: that. Me. That might be the image. I think Monaco might have just yeah, Monaco just found it. There it is. That's the one.
3: Let's see if I can. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Oh, that's I haven't seen one. this one.
2: I love that they're all different brands, too. You have a Toyota, you've got a Chevy, you've got a
3: Ford. It's magical. No, it's it's so very true, and it's so very sad, because I think we kind of got robbed. And I, Ender's trying to see you know, the bright side of it, which I can appreciate that. They have set such a standard for ships that this one just didn't obviously go through the right channels to become what like it was. When,
0: when you do too good at one thing, like yep. you set the bar, you know, like oh, yeah. so kids, that's the lesson, kids. Just don't ever do a good job, and then everything's fine.
3: Yeah, and um <laughs> I, I mean we won't harp on it too more because it's it's just too easy. Yeah, we can but, move on, but that, it is way too easy. There's the war bond guys, there's the standalone buyer beware. Um and of course you have the paints, you have the Sarian paint for four bucks, you have the Cypress paint for seven, and the Hawthorne for seven. I've never understood multicam on ships uh, at least this type of multicam uh, anyone who's been in the military can attest to this maybe not spaceships but how camo actually works it's just it's stupid it's
2: perfect for when you want to drop 18 of your friends in the middle of the forest bro yeah it seems guess.
0: like uh the cutty black paint jobs do work on it as well i put my green cutty black skin on this steel uh, earlier i today. saw that i saw so that so i think they're allowing other paint jobs to swap back and forth cuz there was yep. some like something about the best in show paint, I believe that one can only go on certain uh, on the cutty Black. Maybe I don't remember. There was
1: maybe. some
0: weirdness, but, but either yeah, way. So
2: basically if the ship has the chassis, you yeah. can typically put any paint on it, which is why you, could, is you see like green cutlass reds. You know, yeah. <laughs> Even
0: the, yeah, dude, the green cutty Red is awesome because then the green rescue is in green. And when the lights yeah. come on, it's like Christmas. Yeah. Like when those lights come on, it is a full on Christmas vessel the cutting mm-hmm. green red
3: so there there i a Q i'm gonna take a. one
2: quick break i'll let you guys take it away for a second okay. oh, sure. yeah go
3: for it and you you sure. two Ender, if you need to step away at any point oh i'm I, good okay there is a, Q and a um i'm not gonna bore you guys with it it's stuff that i'm sure you went over with ender or zero or myself we'll post a link up you can pick through it if you like uh we do have to go over and um Uh, Luminalia, which should be pretty easy If you guys have been paying attention to that You have a bunch of free goodies you can get your hands on Some stuff is like Mm -hmm. wallpapers and skins So we'll come back to that in a moment Uh, We're going to skip this week in Star Citizen. The Galactopedia, uh, quick note, had an update. If you guys are big lore nerds like myself and you want to go over and take a look at what they added, uh, there's a bunch of short articles on various things, including the Daymar Rally, which I know many of you are fans of, and a full-length article for sports, uh, several fetching tentacles. I'm not going to say any more. Just go over and click it. Uh, The release view, there was a, a precursor on top that I dismissed and didn't read because I'm... Super weird like that. And I know we went over some of the stuff on the release view for the roadmap uh, about two weeks ago with 316, looking at 317, 318, what we can expect. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on that very briefly towards the end of uh, the podcast here. So let's head on over to uh, Luminalia, which I don't know about you, Ender. Yeah. Um, I'm always a fan of. For in-game events, I think they kind of just oh, tie the world well, yeah. together. Do you know what I mean? One of the
0: first, one of the first things I noticed when I got into Star Citizen were the real-life events happening in game. Yeah, and I, I was like, "Oh, that's neat." I was like, "That's cool." I was then because I've really only been playing this game in a like, well, no, fifteen months is how long I've been playing this game.
3: I mean, that's a long and, time for a streamer, though. you got to think, like, you're streaming, what, six uh, days a week, eight days yeah, a week, like, you know?
0: Yeah, you get a lot of time in, so you learn a lot about a game. And, you know, for yeah. me, the first time I realized that they do holiday events in-game, it was cool. I was like, that's fun. I like mm-hmm. that. It gives some variety. I think the Luminellia stuff they did this year that I really enjoyed is the addition of Finley the Whale on the wrapping paper. I think the wrapping paper mm. for those larger gifts, you know, the ones that you uh it's the present delivery mission. They uh. added that they added that Finley wrapping paper. And by the way, CIG, if you're listening, make that wrapping paper for real. I wanna buy it. <laughs> I wanna wrap it for gifts for like my parents, people that don't know this game, because it looks so good. It's yeah. like a perfect sneaky nerd joke that I know a lot of people would love. Same so thing with that. That Carrick shirt they have, that button-up Carrick with those oh. tiny little carrots on it. Oh, yeah. That's a great sneaky nerd shirt. I think this wrapping paper could go so great in that.
3: We have a segment that we're, we're going to get to. It's it's basically going to be a yay or nay, smash or pass kind of thing. We're going to take a look at the all the merch that they've come out with for the holidays, and it's going to be a quick fire, would you buy it sort of thing. Oh, and then cool. If, <laughs> so if there's anyone that you're like, oh, yeah, that one's really stupid. Cool, you know, we maybe, can save that then. Yeah, we could jump into that. Or if something is really cool, like the pins... See, here I go. I'm getting sidetracked again. I like the pins, but I would never buy them. I just think they're really cool. Um, anyways, friends, uh, you got 12 days of presents. Is, is there, like, a Santa Claus version of in Luminolia? I forget. I think it's... Uh, Luminolia is the lighting of the two lamps, if I'm not mistaken, right?
0: Clampus? Is it a... Uh, no, no. No, there's, I no,
3: there's no, like... Devil stealing your presence. I think it's um, the Bono's and humans come together. They light the two lamps. It lasts throughout the duration of Luminalia, and it's a celebration. Everyone's drinking and partying, you know, the that sort of thing. Uh, I think it's on the Galactopedia. A, a Banu holiday. Thanks, Rogue. Yeah.
0: This is not on topic, but it is on holiday topic, and I wanted to say it. Yes. In the Call of Duty holiday event happening right now, Krampus shows up both in Vanguard and in Warzone and literally destroys you. It is funny and people are getting so pissed off that they're losing matches to Krampus. I just I
1: haven't, to share I've, that
3: with you guys. I used to play a lot of Warzone right when it <laughs> it's really came funny. out. Uh, we have if we're just going to briefly touch on some of these things, these are the free gifts you get. You do have to sign into your account. Just claim each individual one 12. Click the buy button and you'll get them all attributed to your account. Don't don't miss this, guys. It's free shit. And everybody likes yeah, it's free, free stuff. stuff. You might yeah. as well click it. Yeah. So we have uh, some of this stuff. I, I forget. I got to actually click on it. Uh, like some of them are wallpapers. Um, yeah, there's you... a few
0: wallpapers, a few in-game items
3: yeah skins knives um a couple cosmetics that you can grab your your uh your little hands on i don't know if you'll ever wear this luminalia day one sweater
0: oh that sweater is great you yes
3: know, it, it, it so looks, i guess that's yes you know, you'll wear it, you'll wear it. Yeah, yeah. There we go.
0: <laughs> you know what i did on new year's last year i uh, had, we had a we had a new year's party live on stream on an 890 jump with everybody and it was one of the only times that CIG ever, like, hosted my channel. They hosted it for the New Year's party, and we were all wearing fun outfits. That'd be the perfect time to <laughs> wear your cool. sweater, you there know? There you go. Wear your sweater right there. I am going to shout out Paul for a second from uh, AstroPub. He came up with the yeah. best idea ever for, I don't know if it was his original idea or if, who knows, but I'm going to say it was Paul's idea. All this stuff that we click on the website for, mm-hmm. what if we pick that up in-game somewhere? What if you had to go to that Christmas tree at Microtech? Mm-hmm. You go to the tree and there's a present under the tree and you just pick it up and then boom, you have that in your inventory, just like the Benny Hinge thing. I do. It was such a cool idea and I love it because I do in... oh, go on what you got.
3: I don't think that uh, that would be a problem. I think that's actually a good idea, and I think we've talked about um, some of those skin items before. Like if you go to the Intergalactic Aerospace Expo and you grab yourself, or I'm sorry, Invictus, and you grab yourself a flight jacket, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, you're getting it account bound. So I, I totally think that that could be a thing.
0: They could even just put the little tiny luminellia gift underneath mm-hmm. that tree, and like you go there, and there's a there's a whole there's a whole shitload of them, right? And if you pick one up. <laughs> then all of a sudden you credited to your account, you know? Because yeah. in that way, we're playing the game and we're not playing the website.
3: Yeah, I'd like that. What do you think about that, Zero? Oh, zero,
0: great timing. Zero. Oh, no, so On the ben- topic, no you, didn't. no, you didn't.
2: Please.
1: Phenomenal. On the topic of
2: weird Luminelia holiday.
1: <laughs> Thank thing. you. Uh,
2: so a long time ago, uh, Monocle Man... <laughs> Because he's crazy and he's Danish, it was like, I want you to wear uh, an ugly sweater, um, Christmas sweater. And so he donated to the stream and made me buy this. Oh, man. It's actually quite comfortable. I've...
0: I almost bought that. I'm going to make fun, it's fun got of you. it a gladius
2: on it, so it's meta. For so long.
0: But it's too hot in my basement. Like, <laughs> like, but I did uh, almost buy it.
3: I make it fun of you forever for that. I have talked shit about this thing since it's come- actually I I hate the other one more, but you're still gonna get it. Oh, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna yeah, the other one had you, green on
2: it, and I use a green screen, so I had to get this
3: one. Oh no. Okay. Um, I can't believe. All I see is I look up at my my monitor, monitor, and I just see you floating into the screen with this this thing. And here you go. Oh my. Oh yeah. Thank you. Get it. Let's get a closer with that. Uh, oh, yeah. I appreciate that. Look at those nips. Ba ba ba. If you guys are um,
0: <laughs>
3: if you're listening and not watching, he's got the that damn god awful Christmas. It's not Christmas. It's a uh, Yeah. The- what are you
0: doing? Come watch us. Twitch.tv/slash Citizen Sonoda.
3: <laughs> Thanks, buddy. It's it's the. I think they dropped the price, so it's it's appreciative now. But holy shit. Okay. Uh, Spirit of giving. Luminalia brings with the traditions of uh, exchanging gifts, and this year's no exception. Stanton's traders invite you to look for hidden gift boxes around every landing zone, as well as in loot containers across Stanton that you could sell at trading kiosks or deliver to folks all around the verse. Ender, have you done this?
0: Didn't they nerf it? I mean, yes, I have done it.
1: Um, Yeah, they
0: They they nerfed it. They used to be last last year, and this year, uh, how much each? A thousand each? I forget how many credits they were. I, there a I don't thousand?
3: know. But they yeah, I think it was a I thousand. Think they were,
0: I think they were a thousand. Yeah. Uh, Kitten Bloom says Ender went robo. That's got to yeah, be some. Uh, it's probably I, me. It's got to be a Discord. That's no, that's, that's a Discord encoding issue. Definitely not me. If I go robot, you will know it. If I become a robot, it's not by accident. It's by me on fucking purpose. Um, so that was just. Yeah scored during that but yeah uh it was a thousand bucks per little thing i mm. did a whole thing last year because remember last year was my first christmas time event playing this game so i was like dude this is cool let's get as many as we can so we liked like pokemon style trying to catch them all and oh, we made yeah. a bunch of money i was like dude this is more lucrative than most game loops
3: and that's where the and nerf funny came you say
0: that yeah, yeah funny you should say that now they are smashed to like what 250 <sighs>
3: yeah spectrum just if you guys ever step into the scum and villainy that is spectrum i'd highly advise (laughs) doing it i don't go there dude it's (laughs) it's like moss eisley i swear to you and it's everyone went ape shit and i'm I'm sure they're still doing it to this day but my god there are so many people freaking out about it like it was some legit career path you know delivering packages i think people get a little sidetracked you know it's i don't think of me as everyone, you know, I'm pissing on everyone's parade, but it is Star Citizen and anything that's going to break the the game and what its current state is, it's not necessarily always a good thing. Now it's, you know, we got to remember, you know, it's a game. You want to have fun. It's cool to have little events, but I, you know, I think it was welcomed because that's all everyone was doing was just delivering these packages and trying to drive the numbers of this event and nobody else was really do anything, doing anything else unless that was just something they wanted to do for shits and giggles. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I think you can disagree with me, if you like It's I one mean, of
2: those things where you're like, "What do you do in CIG?" Because they were a thousand, and I feel like that was too much. Too it was too much, or the spawn rate was too high. One of those two things. So reduce the spawn rate, fine. Reduce the cost or the 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 amount that the the price of them, fine. But they kept the spawn rate the same, which is fine. But they smashed mm-hmm. to two fifty per instead of like five. Like five hundred would have been reasonable. I I can't think I've. Can't, I, I can't think I've come across anybody, I don't think I've come across anybody so far who has said 500 would be unreasonable, you know? Um, mm-hmm. 500 per gift, I think some people would continue to pick them up and many people would be like, ah, it's not worth it if it's not a 1,000, you know? yeah. Um, and that's that would have been perfect, but it's just smashed it to 250. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't see anybody picking them up really
3: anymore. Okay, you know, so. I, I just, I have to interrupt if both If only you. we
0: could throw them like, oh, just like pick I, them up just to huck them places.
3: I don't know why. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to kind of derail this. I got to interrupt That's you okay. guys. Every time I, I look at you to make sure the scenes are good and I see you in this sweater, it, I'm instantly just imagining a trio Christmas card with the three of us kind of like just, you know, nut <laughs> to butt with a sweater on in front of a tree. And I, I just can't get it out of my head. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, here's my tree. I got it. Here's the oh, tree. boy,
3: We're good. Hey, look, perfect. <laughs> oh, boy. Andrew Claus, everyone. Shh, <laughs> so uh, there is uh, a couple things you guys can check out over on the RSI website as far as Lou and Ollie is concerned. You're more than welcome. Uh, once again, we'll get a, a link up. There are some discounted starter packs. So this is for uh, some of you new flyers out there and you want to join Star Citizen. Maybe you're watching this or listening and you're just like, I don't want to play that damn scam citizen. Why not? Now's the best time uh, as save ever. You, you could save yourself some money um you're gonna get more than 60 hours played out of it so right there you're already beating any triple a title that's selling their game for 65 70 dollars and uh i guarantee you won't regret it if you pledge into star citizen follow the project even in a casual sense you just watch inside star citizens every now and then trust me i i will make a believer out of you zero ender myself shared knowledge trust me tune into one of the streams ask questions um you won't be disappointed now Mm -hmm. of course you can always wait for a free fly as uh zero said earlier more and more it's been more frequent of a thing with the free flies that's when you get to jump into star citizen free you can download it play it for you know for seven eight days and uh you can find out for yourself and usually there's the same sales so if you're not really sure money's tight because of christmas and all that and you want to wait to a free fly totally understandable they'll have more sales then so just you know keep that in mind that's a great time
0: to uh, find out if your computer can run the game as well. Those free flies are critical for yeah.
3: the system test. Absolutely. Um, the starter packs will end, what does it say, uh, it, or melt away on the holiday season on January 10th. <laughs> well, Man, well,
1: well done, good job. Yeah,
3: They're really in it. Um, here's the holiday merchandise section. Um, so this Ooh. is going to be a yay or nay of smasher pass, the Crusader Industries Mouse Ares Ion Edition Giant Mouse Pad. Go. Oh, I like hold it, on, Hold on, hold on,
0: hold <laughs> on. Wait, wait, wait. I need a I rule. I need a rule. I, I need it. a rule. Is it personal me? Do we want to know what I'm going to buy or what your average fan of the game is going to buy? Because Ooh. do I need another mouse pad? Holy shit, no. I have like... <laughs> seven mouse pads that were given to me from different events or re- retailers or things or one that I've purchased. I don't need another mouse pad.
3: Well, okay. Well, that, that's a good <laughs> rule because usually we just means they just kind of whip through it. We'll say is basically, is this a good product? Is it by worthy Oh, How about
0: uh-huh. that? okay. okay. I, I like that better. I, I do like that.
3: So either one, the the Aries um, Ion or Inferno giant mouse pad, Bible, yes or no?
0: For me, is a yes. Like, Zero? if you like a game, I think the mouse pad is the ultimate. Like, I love this game maneuver. You know?
2: Yeah, I'm there with you. I think, uh, especially if they're, if it's quality, like if it's a good quality mouse pad.
0: Oh, that's a good question. Um, you I mean, know, that's I'd... an
2: important bit. Which I'm sure they are. Most of the things. They yeah, they sell probably are...
0: used a good yeah. OEM to make yeah. it. I mean, you for know... thirty
2: dollars, you know, a, a a large size mouse pad like that is, you know, especially with a graphic like that from a project you want to support is, mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad deal. No, I, I would i would smash on that, yeah. yeah I especially
0: smash. imagine being like a 17 year old kid who's like getting into PC gaming and getting really into this game. Like mm. that would be like the most badass gift. Yeah.
2: And get, I've heard not, yeah. that since 3.16 has dropped, the Ares Ion mouse pad increases your rate of fire by about 25%.
3: <laughs> this is a fact, everybody knows this. Yeah, this is a <laughs> smash uh, from it's all of us.
0: calibrated, it's gamer calibrated.
3: I think mm-hmm. this is only a couple dollars more Than what you're spending anyway from like Corsair For a giant mouse pad so you're getting yeah. one that's Tailored to Star uh-huh. Citizen and a really fucking cool ship So this is a yes okay. you're saving some money
2: Another thing that I've heard down the pipeline Is that the Ares Ion one not so much the Inferno One but that one is extra absorbent For your bitch ass oh, tears
3: Oh boy <laughs> Here we go. See, I I knew knew we were were, going to get on it eventually. Noobs. Yeah. It was going to happen. Okay. Here's my favorite out of everything the Pico the Penguin slippers that every boy and girl must have. Zero. Yes or no? For the Pico the Penguin slippers? Hell yeah. Uh, Not for me. But uh,
2: I mean, they're cute. I've actually always thought that the Pico, like the the construction they use for their little Pico stuffed animals and stuff, there was one company once, this is like two years ago, where. Um, somebody else made a Pico, like they made a better Pico and they at some point sold it. They got in some trouble mm-hmm. because they weren't licensed to obviously. Yeah. Um, But I saw a picture of one once and it was just a way better Pico. Like, it, like the little visor was like kind of real and you could even see like the visor is basically just this weird little like flexible piece of plastic on these. And it is on the the, yeah. the Pico you get from the store as well. So right. just it just doesn't seem like it's, you know, it's not that great. You know, so. Especially
3: slippers.
0: Okay, Ender. I'm going to surprise you, all right? You all think I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. You know, I don't think it looks good
3: enough. I thought for a second you were going to lift up your foot and have them on. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, I dude, thought it was I know.
0: I almost, look, I almost bought them. Let's not mess around here. <laughs> um, if I didn't live in a, like, if I had, a clo- like, a bigger closet or whatever, like, if I lived somewhere that had space for things that Fair were enough. not things that, like, were for my business or work or whatever then sure. yeah I'd get them but I don't think they have enough nuance or detail
3: yeah it's they seem just just oh everyone loves pico slippers slippers slippers, slippers boardroom slippers good green lighting them eh yeah. whatever 40 bucks is just a lot of money for some slippers okay yeah. agreed finley the stormwall plush um fuck for muddying ender
0: oh it, yeah bye yeah. Put him right over there, right right behind me. Put him right over there on the shelf, right next to Pico.
3: I don't think it's any different than Pico, so if you want a plush, I mean, I'm not a plush guy. Does it squeak? When you squeeze it, does it squeak? The Pico one doesn't, I don't think. No, but does the um, Finley one squeak? Hmm. I don't... Squeak's in game. It's a question. Question of the ages. Oh, I don't think it does. Yeah, I don't think it does. It's just a plush. So if you Mm. want to collect the plushes... Loses points um, for that. I, I i guess guys it's going to be a pass for me thirty six bucks is what the other Pico one is, so it's just a shot in the dark, sure. zero nah, not a big not big on the stuffed animal stuff, although
2: you have to keep in mind all this stuff, the whole point of this stuff is to give you a little treat yeah. for supporting the project. It's just like yeah, buying yeah, yeah. a yeah. ship or a game package mm-hmm. um, you're You're never going to get your forty or eighteen dollars worth of ship ornament sets. you know what I mean like it's yeah. not going to happen. The whole point of it is to support the project. Yeah, so if you're... you want to support
3: the project and you really love stuffed animals, you want something that's collectible, do you. Yeah, don't don't take, you know, us bashing on this, you know, having fun with it. It's just a fun little segment, guys, because it's interesting to see what CIG comes out with. And you know, we either love it or hate it kind of thing. You're definitely supporting Star Citizen, and in and when you look through it through that lens, I'm all for it. I don't I'm not gonna hate on your weird slipper fetish that you got. Okay. Ship ornament set. Now I don't know why but I have a little soft spot for these, and I think they're moderately oh. priced.
0: Especially right now, dude.
3: Yeah, yeah the, the 55, whatever. I'm going to buy right after this.
0: Stuff, we're done. As soon as we're done, I'm going to go buy them. I want to put them on that. Like, I want to put them on my
3: tree. $18, right, Zero?
2: <laughs> Can I just point something out from the chat before we carry on? Please do. I think you know what I'm going to point out. I'm waiting. <clears throat> I'm not going to say who said this for you listeners at home on Spotify, but somebody said, and I'll just point this out. He's a crazy Danish man. But he said, mm-hmm. I'm going to put uh, a fleshlight
3: in the Finley <laughs> <laughs> and fuck the shit out of it. I, I, not my words. Welcome to the Points of Interest podcast, everybody. Yeah. It's always a good time oh my, here. par
2: for the course. Um, now, I will say this. If
3: Finley squeaked, that would get a lot more interesting. I'm whatever. I don't know why. See, this is just the problem with me is I'm thinking sponsorship opportunities coming our way. Bye. See you yeah. guys later. See ya.
0: <laughs> I think we're fine the first 10 minutes. I don't know the YouTube algorithm too well, though.
3: I think we're solid. I've been in trouble many times, and surely this won't get me. Okay. This could uh, be worse. Uh, zero of uh, the ornaments, yes or no?
2: I'm not a big ornament guy, but for 18 bucks, it could be a good way to support the uh, project, you know.
3: Uh, Ender you said you're you're scooping
2: yes, these. Yes.
0: I want them. Yeah, I want them from my tree. 100%.
2: Yeah, only
1: uh, if it
3: there was a cutlass steel version that broke into a 100 <laughs> tiny pieces. <laughs> oh, <of metal> fuck.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, um the Star Citizen stainless steel mug. This is going to be a yes for me as I am a connoisseur of mugs and this actually looks nice and I think it's underpriced by a couple dollars. So you're saving actual you're saving an actual 10% here because mm. I think uh, this is reasonable. So yes for me. I kind of so dig th- the mug. Yeah. yeah, I'm liking the mug, um, Ender.
0: Uh, I- I'm gonna go. Oh, I was go thinking with about n- it. I don't know. It's a no for me.
1: <laughs> okay. So no, nope.
0: I already have the the uh, Crusader mm. mug. Ooh. Okay. Which, which I think is really stylish, uh, but that's me personal. Outside of me personal, mm-hmm. I think it's a totally cool mug. It will look good at an office or a boardroom. It's kind of stealthy. It doesn't scream mm. like RGB. It's not like gamer, gamer, gamer alert. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. It, it's it's got a little bit of a stealth vibe and the logo is slick. So, yeah, get it. Excellent.
3: Perfect. Okay, next we have the, uh, and some of these we've went over last week, but since we have, you know, our special guest Ender, I, I'm really curious to get his uh, take on this. The Star Citizen Collector drink set. Yes or no, Ender? I want it. Like, okay.
0: I'm actually, I know someone's going to get mad at me for saying this. I wanted to buy the limited edition one.
3: You, I wanted to buy it. Look, I'm not going to pass on an opportunity if CIG is definitely watching or listening to this, because I know you guys, are, you guys are there lurking about. If you wanted to send Zero I wanted the one or myself <laughs> a little Holiday Luminalia package where we can review these, I'll not say no. Zero I'll do a
0: whole whiskey review with it. Like I'm,
3: Ooh, that'd be fun. A little drink stream. Checking yeah. it out. Zero, would you buy this? Is this for you? It's too expensive. Too rich it, for it, my blood. It, but it it's is cool. too expensive. As yeah, a it's gift,
0: cool. I would like it,
3: but yeah. yeah. Uh, this is pretty cool, but too rich for my blood as well. That's yeah. why
0: I didn't buy the the uh the other one, the concierge one I'm talking about. I oh. was like, it's too expensive.
3: That one's black, I mean, if they right? were
2: like some kind yeah. of crystal glasses or something you know a little bit but they're just single walled glasses you know they're nothing crazy um
3: yeah. the other ones but, black i mean it's cool with the gold. It's very cool you know it's yeah the, con- you put on your of course,
0: uh, the one i'm talking about concierge one was a little fancier
3: so now we have the star citizen cobbler shaker 18 dollars. Uh, this kind of goes in line with uh the previous item i, I don't your know Bar I'm... set you got yeah, a she's... bar at home Bar set. These, I mean,
0: these are both insta buys if you have a bar at home and you're a, a mega fan of the game.
1: Yeah. If you're a I, mega
0: fan of this game and you have a bar area. These are both easy wins for your significant other or friend to buy for you.
3: Yeah. This is going to be a pass for me because I just, I'm not in the market for one, but I think it's moderately priced. I know how much these are. They're like $30. So if you want one that's got a Star Citizen label slapped on the side of it, 18 bucks ain't a, I mean, I don't know, Amazon, I don't know. I get a cheaper one. Uh, zero. Yeah, I mean, if every time you wanted to make a drink
2: for somebody, uh, you would have to bring up, did you see my shaker? It's Star Citizen themed. <laughs> yeah, because nobody's yeah. going to notice what the logo is on a shaker, then, you know. Yeah. It's you? small. You want to yeah. make every time you make a drink awkward, by all means. It's yeah.
3: small, yeah. yeah. Uh, Star Citizen stainless steel bottle, yes for me. I you I have not this one, but I have one. I'll probably scoop this up at some point because I, I drink a lot at the desk, and it's like half of what they normally are. So that's a yes for yeah. me great price yeah it's copper lined, nice. it keeps your stuff
2: cold it's good looking it's tough uh it's a good price right now 35 dollars normal 14 right now
0: um, it's stealthy too you know yeah, like Nick, nice. if you, if you go Two to an office it
2: places
3: yeah go to a i like it
0: Door college place yeah i'm into it
3: uh, and next, it's it does hot or cold which is nice that's actually a really good deal the star citizen infinity pullover marked down to 72 from 80 zero too much money i like
2: it it's cool uh but Wow, that's expensive, even even though you're backing the game's development for it, that's pretty expensive. It does look cool though. Ender,
0: yeah, too expensive. It's also not a zip up, so it loses points for not being a zip up.
3: Yeah, as someone who rides a motorcycle, I would probably I would prefer a zip up because I'd wear it under my leathers, but I can appreciate how it's a pullover, and I would probably would. I'd probably, I probably would wear it. I definitely wear that. The embroidery
0: um, looks good in the back. If someone wants to does. buy it for me, it I will wear cool. it. I will yeah. pose for you in it. But um, it's small, by the way.
1: In front of a fire. Um,
0: the, <laughs> the embroidery in the back does look nice, though.
2: Yeah. yeah. One rich. thing I do want to mention that same crazy Danish guy in the oh boy. <laughs> The day I meet a female and the line "want to come home and see my star citizen hanger and get a drink from my star citizen shaker and glass" and it works, I am getting married. Oh, you know that is such a good point, boys. I think we're dreaming. Uh, it's on that like one. you, it's like you weed out the weak ones, you know, with things like that, and then that's somebody how makes you
3: know it she's a keeper when uh, when she could tolerate all that and sticks True. around for five minutes. She's not looking for the basement around our corner. Okay, not that it's ever happened to me. Uh, we have the sweaters um go ahead oh. uh, zero you can you can fashion it up right now if you like the blast into winter sweater this is the purple one with the gladius on it thirty dollars marked down from 75. that's a buy from me even Dude, though i would probably, buy one. Great I'd probably price. buy one great price i want
0: them both i want them both great price
3: cig <laughs> obviously listens to the podcast here and they took our advice and marked this down 60 percent. so if you want to scoop one up with microtech or the gladius 30 bucks guys that that's underpriced in my 45 I would have been happy so 30 yep they they probably just have a bunch of the boxes in the back let's we're not joking here it's not a typical
2: sweater either like it's not a typical like like woven sweater where it's kind of itchy and whatever like it's a really good material I'm not gonna lie it's not It's actually very comfortable
3: interesting next we have uh, it's like yeah it's good it's a good material last but not certainly not least what every gamer needs are the sock socks ender all right pass or smash
0: um no
3: are you sure
0: yeah I do appreciate the joke um but I don't know I just I just don't wear novelty socks
3: fair enough uh funny story just real quick a few years ago probably like six seven years ago a strange family member bought me uh for the holidays now I'm happy to receive anything but they knew I streamed and they wanted to appease me in some fashion, but they just bought me children's Minecraft socks and thought that they would fit my size 12 foot, you know, and that I just inherently liked Minecraft cause I played video games. So I guess if you're into these socks, you want to collect gamer socks and you appreciate the joke at uh, $7. Sure. Like
0: Moist Noodle has got to own these socks, or his chat <laughs> bought them does. for him. Yeah,
3: Moist Noodle yeah.
2: actually does own these socks. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Zero. I, I, his his voice is burned into my head, going socks, socks. In his <laughs> yes, accent.
1: yes.
2: Jeez. But uh, yeah, for seven bucks, I mean, it there are pairs of price. socks that are more. So if you're a big fan of the project, you want to back it. It's um, a good gift. It's a good gift for you know somebody. Like if 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 I had a white elephant gift exchange coming up. Hmm chef's kiss
0: that's good i like that white elephant idea
3: yeah so that is the holiday merchandise most of it i think we were in favor for and the ones that we weren't going to buy personally were just just a little overpriced um which is surprising. If we took a look at their whole catalog, which we're not going to do, I think we would find the, we'd find. I'm the same. into
0: that, by the way. I will. I will come back on the air to review every <laughs> single CIG merchandise I, I product. Think,
3: I think we talked about that before too. Just because they they come out with stuff pretty regularly, which I do enjoy. Oh, and, they do
0: a good job at it. Yeah. Like, and, again, I want you to remove yourself from this game universe and go to other video game developers, and I want you to look at their merchandise. Yeah. Okay. They do a good job, and they change their catalog fairly quickly. You know how many mm-hmm. times over the years I considered buying Elite Dangerous shirts, but never did. Um, literally every, every year of the six years, mm-hmm. all the years, I was like, nope, no shirts yet that I like. Nope, not yet.
2: Yeah, um, I gotta say, I did notice that there was a uh, Star Citizen themed notepad, so you can write down all of your complaints it's the, about yeah. all the ships you don't like. It's like twelve bucks. I think yeah, it was, the you know. notebook.
3: The captain's log notebook, which I have. Yeah, I true. have it. A...
2: Today Dude. I got in my ship and it didn't perform like it did yesterday, and I'm angry
3: about and it. I'm you can angry. write it down so you don't have to tell Spectrum. It's perfect. I love this hey, plan. I, now I'm sold. As soon as you mention Spectrum, now I'm sold. we're
0: working on ourselves. I
3: love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kitten says you can get the concierge pen for another 22 steel yeah, if you edition. Get the, if you get the notepad steel edition, it costs you $235 fucking oh, no. dollars. Sam, Samwise is my favorite oh, now. Get roasted! Yeah, I like that. Okay, friends, that that's going to end the merchandise section. We're going to come up to the last part before we take any uh, final questions, which is the release view on the Robert Space Industries, I don't know why I said the whole thing, roadmap. So we're going to take a brief look at 316 and then Peek at 317 real quick and see what we're looking forward to. We usually do this towards the end of the stream, um, just to kind of close it out, easy way to do it. So if you don't have a tab uh, open for this and you want to follow along and you just can't see it on the screen, we can provide that for you. Got it. uh, Thank you. In uh, in chat. So 316, uh, we have Area 18 Hospitals. We talked about this briefly. Uh, The hospital interior is located in Area 18 at Landing Zone. And then we have the derelict spaceships, aptly named Points of Interest. Uh, So that's coming online of the Points of Interest, I guess, back system where they're scattering across planets. um, And I think uh, low orbit as well. Some some stuff doesn't work um, that you've already ran into with maybe investigation missions. But you're going to start seeing some of these things. And they're under-committed, so you could expect them. Okay. Indeed. Yeah, I was like, okay, any comments on the hospital? But we kind of already went over it. Next, mm-hmm. we have the Dying Star map, which we went over as well. The Grablev uh, physics rework, uh, which claims a significant upgrade on Gravlev handling. In physics, we went over this pretty in-depth and in what we liked and didn't like about it. And the and what we want to see improved to it. Jumptown 2.0. I kind of feel like it shouldn't be named 2.0 because the essence of Jumptown, and we've had this, uh, this talk... It wasn't the spontaneity—I think that's the word—of what the event was. It should have been yep. s- memories of Jumptown. I don't know. Something. i should have uh, called a town. drug rush. Drug rush Dr- drug or rush. A, Hop Town. Something like that. Hop you know? Town.
2: Yeah, something. <laughs> You're because a calling it Jumptown references the place that it happened, which was Yela, Jumptown. Yeah. And you, there's two other places. There's a place uh, on Calliope, which is my favorite one, Raven's Roost, and there's a place right. at Lyria, which is the Orphanate. No, I, I forget it. which one it's called. Yeah. So there's three different places, which is kind of the issue with calling it that. I and mean, even CIG, I think at one point mentioned it in they an SCL did. or something where they were like, "Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have named it that, right?"
1: Mm-hmm. Um.
2: And uh, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's fine, you know. But yeah, it brings a lot of lore because people go, "What's Jumptown 1.0 and they look it up and then they mm-hmm. see the lore of Jumptown, which is cool. But
3: yeah, um, just just a yeah. little gripe, I think, if anything. Yeah. Um, Next, we have Weapons and Items uh, with Committed, which is Laser Trip Mines Tier 0. And as Zero uh, says, guys, anything that they're introducing, including jump Jumptown, including uh, Laser Trip Mines, it's not really the thing as it is the system behind it, and they're laying the groundwork for that. So yep. just bear that in mind. You're, you're probably thinking Laser Trip Mines. Who cares? It's the system behind it. Jumptown, Colonial Outposts, everything else that ties into that, people walking around, um, Going on their patrols outside. Just bear that in mind when you attend some of these events, or you see new systems come into the game. Um, it's just laying the groundwork. Mm-hmm. I'm excited now,
0: about those mines personally. I think they're bear, going to be interesting and annoying.
2: Bear with me, if you will. Yeah. Uh, personal radar comes in in the future. All right. Mm-hmm. Laser trip mine uh, has an EM signature or an IR signature, so so it shows up on your your radar your personal fps radar hud so you see them around you which is fine but other other modules come out where you can put a laser trip mine down and then you can put like a little jammer down next to it or nearby on a wall right that jams somebody's fps radar or you put in a little fps radar scanner on a wall so you can you know like put it you got let's say you go to security post korea and you put down a little you know, scanning module. Stick it to a wall, and it sends out a pulse once in a while. You could set out a decoy that sends out a signature, like "Oh, there's a person over there," and you distract people with these things. So that's the kind of tech they're building. The tech right. they're building with laser trip mines is stick small object to wall that does a thing. That's what this. That's what this is. Yeah, and they just happen to be using laser trip
3: mines for that. Into tools and then some of the other stuff we've seen as well. Um, I. As a matter of fact, I, I think it's coming to mind the – I wish I could name this thing every time we bring it up or that I bring it up. It's that damn tool that opens up the doors. That's what comes to my breaching mind. Breaching charges. Door knobs. Th- thank well, you.
1: Doorknobs.
2: <laughs> so breaching char- – guns, yeah. yeah. No, um, Breaching charges are tech that is being – so the mining gadgets uh, I think are, are going to be – the breaching charges are going to be a similar size to the mining gadgets. I think mm. they're going to look a lot alike, and they're going to function identically you're going to take a thing yeah. out of your backpack it's you're going to hold it like this stick it on a door push some buttons activate it and then it's
3: going to breach that door and open it. how so, wild is that going to see, seeing a weird. door I can't, <laughs> <we could> open, <laughs> I can't
0: wait till we can open can't wait till we can open doors again remember when mm. we could shoot them a bunch oh, and, we, yeah. blah, 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 and they would open up
3: yeah you could use your like, multi zero,
0: zero and i streamed together and stole yeah. uh we stole an npc MISC once that's right
3: that's right
2: you glitched
0: your sniper rifle through the turret to take oh, out the God. guy in the turret That's and right, I, I remember that yeah, and i fun. like rah, shot the door a bunch and the door opened and i yep. got in flew the ship away mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so next on uh, the list and we're gonna peek uh not into 318 because it's a little ways off and so is 317 to a degree but more so closer to quarter one uh is what we're gonna be peeping at now guys so just follow along here we have uh tentative obviously because it's quarter one DNA head texture update. We talked about, you know, how cool it would be if they just used that, uh, the uh, FOIP tracking um, software to kind of maybe rudimentary scan your head and the geometry puts together some sort of model of your head. And we kind of theorized how that would play out. That's not what this is. I'm just saying how... Some kind of monster you know based I mean? on a- us? <laughs> you never know. I don't know. It would be cool. Okay. Dude, um, my
0: guy's going to have this huge chin. It's going to think the whole beard is like head. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look like the kid from Mask. Oh, oh my. Uh, that's oh a very damn. dated reference for you. No, uh, no, not Jim Carrey.
3: No, I Never know. I, I know what you're talking about. They may not. That might be uh, above. Chat's going to have to look it up. Google it, chat. Yeah. Uh, next, we have locations, which is the Lorville Hospital, the Maria Pure of Heart, the hospital interior located in the Lorville Landing Zone, which will be the final cap, so far as we know. On uh, the Stanton system and what they're adding as far as hard zones. So, this is like inside of a city. This isn't to say that they won't edit this later down the line, but as we know right now. So, that's the last hospital, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Zero? Yep. I think it's just those. Yeah. Um, Next, we have gameplay. So, there's a couple in here. This is the Hangar Management app, a new Moby Glass app that emulates the functionality of ASOP terminals. Uh, persist- I can feel that one getting pushed to 318, but let's move on. I think the next one with persistent hangers is going to go with that as well, yeah. just because persistence seems to be a sticky thing when it comes to CIG. Not that they're lackadaisical or remissive about it, but it's just a complicated system to have a persistent personal hanger with your own shit in it. So, yep. yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's dicey. Next, we have what we just spoke about, which is the mining gadgets. This one, I I think they're gonna really try for this one. I'm fifty fifty on it once again. I hope so. Yeah. Ship to ship refueling. This is another one of those. Uh, here's one that I really hope. Man, I'm just give me a Christmas New Year surprise, which is selling items to shops, guys. If you want to be a professional yes. scavenger, this is yes. your chance. And I'm what really, do we do
0: with the stuff in those boxes? That's At what I'm this? saying. And those cover what are those called cupboards or whatever all those like
3: oh yeah yeah this the circuit board ripoff thing yeah. Is, uh, yeah
2: honestly this this gameplay loop being able to sell your stuff to shops Big. really kind of completes the escape from tarkov yeah loop.
0: Yeah, yeah man I was just you know about you to can go up. out
2: you can loot a bunch of shit, you can bring it back on your ship and you can sell it for money you are usually And then buy other shit with your money like that's tarkov in a way you know and it it just makes it feel so much more real and persistent to be able to go like i have a commerce system
3: you know absolutely you know i can already imagine you're in your ship and maybe in your cutlass black i'm not going to take a stab at the steel but you're in your black and you're you see up on your radar you see ender down there and he's doing a bunker mission and you're like ah you know he maybe he's got some peeps with him i'm gonna hang out and over here and you land your ship and you're using your binos or your scope and you're looking and they finally leave and you're like okay this is my chance you go in you're just a professional scavenger you're picking through dead bodies you're you're looting what you can to you know make ends meet it's completing that loop of of a not not a quintessential career path like a bounty hunter or a security guard or something like that but something off the cuff like crewmate but it's scavenging. Not scavenging mm-hmm. in the sense of picking through a wreck, but going down to where something has happened, looting full yeah, bodies and crates. Yeah, you yeah, just you're straight up just a vulture. Thanks, Kaboth. And the other like, side of it, well,
2: you you turn into a player scav really. You know.
3: Yeah, yeah, um, you do.
2: If you've played Tarkov, anybody's played space,
3: Tarkov. So space bum. Another
2: nice. thing to mention can is can all
3: three of us
0: play Tarkov sometime? I'm, I just want to say it. Can that happen?
2: is much better at it than probably either of us. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm just, just putting that out there. Okay, let's right. continue.
2: Um, so the selling items to shop thing is an interesting to me because I feel like that tech, being able to take an object that you you own in your inventory, um, and sell it to the shop because it's in the local inventory. Yeah. I feel like that is essential tech for salvage, to be able to say like I picked up this shield generator and I put it in my cutlass, and then I moved it from my cutlass to the local inventory at you know Everest Harbor. Everest Harbor wants to buy that shield generator for this price. And I want to sell it, like that's a huge part of that physicalization of more mm. and more things as we go forward. So I feel like the selling items to shops is a big step in the direction of selling anything to shops, which is one hundred percent yeah.
3: Couldn't have said it better. next, we have nPC taxi missions I gotta this is probably gonna get pushed. I don't see this go oh, I through. want it, but uh, yeah, I feel like getting <laughs> I, I don't too. think it's gonna happen, yeah yeah uh for for those of you that don't know this is tier zero of tax emissions implementing fbc transport missions into the persistent universe there's just too many bells and whistles and knobs that are going to have to go into play that we haven't seen yet you can hope i'm hoping next we have player interaction experience so the pi represents complementary features and systems related to the player you'll probably see this we've already seen little bits of it apparently i didn't turn off uh my sound works well enough, because I'm an idiot. It was so, me. So thank you for that. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> Guess
3: who's getting an unsolicited dick pic later, Zero? Good job. Peaky, peaky. Hey, don't threaten me with a good time, all right, Sunoda? <laughs> next, next we have the R-Size Scorpius. We'll, I think we're going to see this. It's been a while. Um, yeah, the Scorpius. Our
0: X-wing, X-Wing fan baby. fiction coming soon.
3: Yep. CIG is good at
2: making ships, if you guys haven't realized this. They're much better at making ships than they are at building a game quickly. And I don't mean any <laughs> offense by that. No, you're, it's you're, clear you're that true. it's easier to build ships than it is to build a game. I'm okay with that. I like flying all their different ships. So I could see the Scorpius and the Misk A Plus. They make a lot of money the more ships they make. So I could see the Misk and the Hall A maybe making it in.
3: Yeah. I, I at least I'm I'm hoping I really am hoping and um, okay next we have the miscall A all task required for the Call A which you just commented on uh, I think they're gonna push these that's gonna be my guess mm. what do you think as far as the miscall A they,
0: score- the misc like the misc don't get me wrong I yeah. feel like there are other factors that might keep that ship from being ready.
2: What just like the, yeah the, car- of the, the cargo physicalization stuff yeah like well,
0: like see, I don't know if they're going to be ready for those well, features of the ship, but that hasn't stopped them before.
2: Well, they, the they raft did, I was going to the say they did build and implement the raft yeah. as a cargo ship, and that's, it's got those placeholders. So oh, maybe they could do that point, with the hull. Maybe
3: that's my only reasoning for for thinking we're going to get the the base of the ship. Maybe not the containers being module like, but they got the the raft, and that's the only reason why I was going with it. Well, that's gonna. Take care of the release for you Guys, I think that's the end of the podcast.
1: Do you it guys, is. Do you I have
3: think- any questions? It's the question time. It's question time. I know we've answered a lot of things as we've gone through at, at our first or second episode. We kind of just comp- took a little list and answered at the end. But I kind of like, I think Cyril could agree. We like answering throughout. And hopefully yeah, it was for sure. um, a good time for you, Ender. Thank you so much again for coming on to the show here. Hope to game it up some other time. I Oh, yeah. I, I tuned in. time. Absolutely. This is, this is going to be the last podcast for the year, guys. Um, me and Zero are going to take a look and see when we can do the next one. It's probably going to be sometime January, February when they uh, implement um, some of this new stuff in. Uh, Ender, where can people find you? If they were looking for you, where can they find you? Easy,
0: easy. You're going to go to a website called Google. You're going to type in <laughs> Prize. And I'm going to show up on all the platforms YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Reddit, all of them.
3: All of them. All of them. And of course, uh, if you guys want to check out Zeros, I know a lot of you guys are coming over from Ender and Zeros uh, channel over to mine, so I do appreciate you stopping by, clicking the follow button, even subbing up. Some of you have done that, so thank you very, very much. a shout out to you. Uh, For everyone listening over on Spotify, thank you guys so much for your continued support. You can find Zero over on his channel at Zero State. Twitch TV slash Zero State. That's gonna do it for us guys. We're gonna head out of here. You're probably gonna hear a little background music. But once again, I'll answer um,
2: I'll answer a few questions during our background music too, if you guys stick around. Which you prefer to in the chat?
3: Do you wanna do it right now or do you wanna do it during the background? Uh we're gonna do a rapid fire. Okay. Go for I'll it. I'll do a rapid fire. So how the hell are you going to get
2: able, be able to land it with containers? Uh, I think the um, many of the hull series are are orbital only. Many of them don't land, although I think the hull A yeah. might be able to land. I can't remember, to be honest with you. Right. Um, I have no idea, Rogue. Maybe that, that could, could be a reason why I might get pushed, to be honest with you. Um, what are your thoughts on the Iron nerf? Fuck you, kitty. Um, <laughs> they, just kidding. He's not. Um, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. But I think she's she's cool. probably laughing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll assume. I expect to see Klesher converted to a school as an unlisted Perkin 317. Same salad days. Um, let's see. I think we had
3: one more. I saw one more. What,
2: what the was hell the- was the Christmas video? Uh, we don't want to talk about it too much because it was like an internal video at one point. It's got some watermarks on it, it's got some copyrighted uh, stuff. Um, if you look up uh, Star Citizen Leaks, SC Leaks, I think they uh, still have that posted somewhere. It was uh, some kind of interesting, like a video that was then re-rendered with some extra stuff added, um, and uh, the the planet in it in the video was changed or or whatever to to be Earth. I don't want to go uh, too in depth, but you guys can check it out from SC Leaks. Um, Zero. What does my beard taste like? <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, fur and sweat mostly. Yeah. I imagine Ender's is a as a mix of G fuel. Last week's lunch. And a no, leather. Clean, I don't baby. know. Why. I
0: shower before every single stream.
3: He he does have a pristine beard and I, I condition. I shower condition every time. Of, you, you got grave before shave conditioner, don't you? I know. Oh, it.
0: I do have that stuff. How do I'm I I'm not using it yeah, I know. I do, do have I do? that stuff
3: all right guys that's gonna do it for us please stay safe this holiday season once again thank uh ender thank you for coming on guys have a great
0: yeah i had a great time thank
3: you have a great rest of your holiday season stay safe most importantly do not drink and drive and we'll see you guys next year take care everyone we're out of here